don't even fuck with us like that, man. I thought we was better than that. Nah, we just gonna struggle streaming today. Oh, you thought we was? Fuck it. We struggle streaming. We struggle streaming today. Fuck it. Pour something up, fellas. Oh, he needs some milk. Damn, that's loud. <laughs> hey, that's another thing I meant to tell you. That like, was that loud as hell. That'll fall the loudest shit. Nah, I definitely do. Low. 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 There you go. That's nice. Oh, shit. Let me put my phone on my side of this shit. So y'all be hearing metal. Music. Yeah. We here, y'all. Yo, what's good? We here. It's another day. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? And three of us is in person. Man, yeah, we definitely in person. Yeah, we in person. I don't know we if back I, in the base. I can't, I can't get to. Now, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go do it now. Do it. Now. I can't do get it. to. There, there, there we go. There we go. Bobby's. What's up? There we go. There Everett go. over there in the corner acting like he don't know nobody. Do you guys normally not be together in one room? Huh? Do you guys normally not shoot in one place? Uh, Not often. No, we, not um, more. Once we moved over to StreamYard, uh, we we stopped going in person. Okay. Yeah, we doing remote shit. We uh, we started doing remote because um, Bobby was. Uh... No, that's not even why we started remote. It just got too cold. Yeah, that ain't even why we started remote. <laughs> it just got too cold. Niggas got real uh, sedity and was like, "Ooh, let's just use StreamYard." Who is niggas? <laughs> I feel like y'all talking about. The reason we started using I feel like you're talking yard, about y'all too. <laughs> reason we started using StreamYard is because CL put us onto it. No, nah, for yeah. See, the first time we did uh, that's no fun. It gives a real answer. <laughs> the first time we did um, Queens with Attitude. Oh, okay. We was introduced to it. Yeah, shouts out to them. Yeah, got me. And Shut then, up uh, girls. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I sure. We, we, I listened to your episode when she was there. Was she was there? Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I ain't catch that one. <laughs> oh, oh well, my there. podcast? Yes. Okay. Of course. Yeah. I'm quit messing with Bobby's people. taking shots early. <laughs> I even took a shot yet. I know, right? Yeah, that's my boot thing. She put me on, period. Well, we used to have like these, uh, Meetups every Wednesday, and we will all just be in a group chat, just talking. And if we had talked about it for so long, and I was just talking, and Homegirl went ahead and launched, and she hit me up, was like, "Yo, I need you to be on. You want to come on?" I'm like, "Yeah." I got on. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is it." And I was like, "Girl, I'm feeling this. I'm gonna go ahead and launch my own thing too." And yeah. still mess with me in the process, and she walked me through the steps, and I was like, "Okay." I like it. Y'all Are you from, under ACS too? Y'all all from Youngstown, right? No, I, I, I'm independent. But yeah, we are all from Youngstown. Oh, man. We in the wrong city, man. Yeah, yeah all y'all from Youngstown. We, we in the wrong city. Y'all the only, only one from Cincinnati. Oh, we mixing? That's oh, y'all from Cincinnati. Oh, dang. Y'all. Y'all. Oh, yeah. Ooh, who's Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay. That's how we do. Yeah, we right down the street from y'all. Yeah, right. Yeah, we got just as <laughs> many only, abandoned only, buildings, only, <laughs> if not more. Only five hours down the street from y'all. <laughs> what the um, top though? Uh, the top for what? Pause. The juice? No, nah, the um. Oh, never mind. You already got the lid over there. Y'all over got some hardcore. I'm over here with my girly oh, stuff. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's though. how we do. That's, that's how, how it's we supposed do. to be. We celebrate. <laughs> celebration. If you if you was taking shots of Hennessy right now, I'd be a little scared. 
Mm. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a Henny drinker. I tried <laughs> Hennessy one time in my life. Once yeah, that's, only. That's disgusting. Not for me. Good. I appreciate that. I ain't gonna lie. I appreciate you not liking Henny. It's yeah. say over this way. Never tried it. Never tried do say. Never tried do You should. You should try it. Try with some lemonade. It's called a J and Bay. That's my shit. I don't, I don't know. I'm 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 a creature of habit. I stick to what I know. And uh, if I'm gonna drink liquor, it's definitely going to be some Patron and uh, Belvedere. And if I do dark, it's going to be uh, uh, Amaretto or uh, what is it? Uh, Di Sorono. That's it. Oh, you classy out here. That's what you're saying. You classy is what you're saying. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying those are just my preferred drinks. You don't talk to yourself doing that. You gotta, you gotta try some new stuff, baby. Talk about she's a ditty. Where's her grapefruit pond at? Uh, now, hold on, wait a minute, because I mess with that grapefruit pond. Y'all don't be ordering that from Jimmy John's. Y'all just stay with that grapefruit pond. Oh, you eat it with a pinky apple, see? I ain't never had grapefruit pond, man. Nah, we, we, oh, grapefruit pond slides. Oh, my God. I'm a cultural Negro. I know them damn commercials made it seem like grapefruit pond was like, like it, it was caviar. Right. <laughs> Can you please pass the grape upon? Yeah, they made that shit like it was fucking caviar in a bottle. <laughs> I was a kid, like, um, Auntie, can you please buy some grape upon? I don't want that regular um, mustard. That's right. a right. Niggardry. Powerful niggardry at work. How dare you give me the stuff of this peasantry? Right. Uh, right. Let me quit playing. Right. Feel poor. <laughs> this is powerful <laughs> niggardry at work. <laughs> you poor. Um, so welcome to episode 79 of for the, real. the normal combo podcast. Yeah, nah, for sure. Here. Nah, we here, man. I'm not we here. Me. We in the basement. The guys blessed me with their presence today. I feel special and shit. Um, we got a we we got a uh we got a guest today. Very hey. special guest. Like she's fucking dope as fuck. That's what uh, but we're gonna get into it. But before that, every week, like we do at this time, um, Alora, make sure you turn your camera off. We're gonna go ahead and do this. We're gonna go ahead and do this intro, and we'll be back here in a second. Let's go. Good morning, and welcome to Normal Convos Pod, where we dissect, discuss, analyze, and share our views on today's current topics. And more importantly, things we believe should be normalized as talking points in the black community, the country, and ultimately society's culture. We hope that you enjoy this episode brought to you by Scout Solutions Inc., where we help you get your confidence back. So come in, sit down, and enjoy your weekly dose of normality. Normal convos pod. Mm. My father is back. Medium shirt daddy. Beat your motherfucking ass with the street fighter. Put some money up. Normal convos pod. Mm. Hey. 
lost Everett. We lost Everett. Welcome to episode 79 of the Normal Convos Pod. Mm -hmm. I am your host, Brandon, a.k.a. the Pod Father, a.k.a. Basketball Father, or Not So Basketball Father, a.k.a. Not So Soccer Father right now anyway, because Elijah got a broken wrist. God damn it. A.k.a. Dance Father, a.k.a. The Dancing Blood, a.k.a. Brandonce, a.k.a. The Shimmy and Rasta, a.k.a. Uh, Pod Wave, a.k.a. Potty Rich, a.k.a. Pod Shiesty, a.k.a. Jizzy God, uh, or no, Porn God, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Tug All in the Butt, a.k.a. A bus whole bu- Brewster, bus stop okay. Brewster, Brewster, uh, Brewster. Urban Pod, Shyster, <laughs> um, Underpotter, Under um, Under Potter. I got it. I got Brandon saying there. Oh, okay. Don say the eater of a booty smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. I'm, I'm I'm here with my guys. The booty smoothie. Of eater. course, I'm here with my guys. We back in Let the basement. Nah, this nigga was going crazy <laughs> over the weekend, y'all. There. He was nah. going real crazy. <laughs> just t- just tagging me in crazy shit all tagging weekend. Tagging you, huh? In crazy shit. Huh? It's all right. But anyway, I'm here with my guys. Of course, we back in the basement. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. He was tagging you all weekend. Pause. <laughs> all right, this is Bobby, aka um Aries the God, aka the graphic shirt God in this motherfucker, aka the reference God, aka God, um, aka Bobby Drake, the motherfucking nice man. There we go, aka King Petty, uh, Petty Spaghetti, Deacon Petty Wop, Petty White, uh, <clears throat> Petty Spaghetti, Petty Murphy. All them other petties, you know what I mean? All them other petty shits. Um, aka um Jizzy Boy singer slash the porn historian, aka um Bob Shill, aka the background singer. Did you get Petty Winslow? Petty Winslow, no, nah, that's I like that. Did you get that? I like that. I like I that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's gonna be a new one. Yeah, I like um, that. Um, yeah, what what else I go by? Uh, uh, aka um Rowdy Potty Pipe Her. Um, AKA, I'll beat your motherfucking I'll beat ass. Beat your motherfucking ass. Try to put some money up, bitch. Uh, all right, that's that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to my guy over here. Y'all okay, here. okay, okay. Yo, yo. What's up, people? It's your boy Everett. Why he got this sultry ass voice on? Like, who, the, AKA, who, who are you trying to impress? You nigga? know who yeah. I am. Yeah. This is AKA he, Mellow Moves. He's just acting like this allure because you won't hear it. Nah, for he, sure. He see pretty faces and this <laughs> nigga just he turned into a whole different nigga. He see, he see a bit of cleavage and all that. Like, he turned into Mellow Moves on you and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's a whole different right. nigga right I'm, there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, virtual, I'm virtually simping right now? Yes, you definitely you virtually simping. I'm virtually simping. You're a virtual simp right now. All right. Sentence. <laughs> Yo, this is Everett, aka Mellow Moods, aka Reverend Do Wrong, aka Mr. Hurt Your Feelings, aka I get the mother and the daughter, but probably the daughter first. Aka Look at these nipples. Look at, look at these nipples. Aka, AKA um, Medium Shirt Daddy. The medium AKA Shirt Daddy. Medium Luther. Medium AKA Luther. Um, um, your Captain mo- Cop. AKA your nah, mother's your favorite boyfriend, your, your mother's favorite misogynist, your mother's favorite uh, misogynist, and your mother's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you can be both, but I like it exactly. Uh, he, he got a few other ones I forgot. We don't know. Buddy. The graphic shirt night, graphic shirt night. He ain't wore graphic shirts since we called him the graphic shirt night. <laughs> hey, AKA what? bad bitch. Yeah. AKA the sim genie. <laughs> Nope. Shout out to Tyler. Right. Where's Tyler at? <laughs> he in the room. Um, 
and we here with another we're here with another episode of course um and we're gonna we're gonna pass it off to our guest for this evening the yeah there we go Hey, well, I don't have so many AKAs. I mean, I have a few, but mostly it's Alora Dannon, AKA Too Much, KBA Big Joker. That's it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Spicy. I like it. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, no, for sure. We definitely got to return it. We got to, we got to, we got to flip the script next time for sure. We got to be on your pod. Oh, for sure. Well, by the way, I do like I, I I caught I haven't I'm not caught up on it, but I caught like six of the beginning episodes and I caught the last episode that you came out with. Oh, okay, awesome. Thank you. See, that's my problem is I, I like I like starting shit from the beginning. Right, me too. I started from the beginning, so I think I'm up to I'm on the fourth episode, I think. Same. Yeah. Oh, beginning, beginning. Back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like amateur days. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're getting inside. Him and Ever would get along real good. I like Dennis and uh, uh, Beavass. Yeah, I like Dennis. Uh, Dennis uh, is kind of doing his own thing right now. He's doing like his YouTube thing, which is really taking off right now. He has like almost ten thousand subscribers right now. Oh, oh no, we need to have him on too. Yeah, he's doing like. <laughs> His ride share journey, which I told him he could do, and I'm so happy he, you know, he ventured off and he's doing his thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Salutes to that man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to do it, though, really. Right. Like, and I, I want to uh, actually shout out my whole crew, B Dash. I'm not going um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Oh, my boy, Platinum P. I want to shout out all those guys because everyone on my panel. Is doing something great in their lives. Uh, Bivaz is um, a tech analyst with a big uh, healthcare company. Right now, he's going to be heading over to Croatia for an internship. Um, Jazz got her nail business. Platinum got his business and doing their thing. So, yeah, shout out my peoples. I love them. They're my ride or dies. Me and Bivaz been best friends since the third grade. <laughs> yes. Quiet. You guys are muted. We're back. I think Are so. we back? Can you I hear us? Can you hear us, Laura? Okay, we back. Thank God. We back. 
we struggle streaming over here, y'all. It's okay. I, man, listen, I didn't have those days. Anybody who is in this business know it's going to be up or it's going to be down. <laughs> nah, for sure. Yeah. This is time for, that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. This is trash. This is crazy because my sound ain't even going out the right way. It's all right. It's all right. She can't hear us, though. I'm still buffering over there. Damn. I'm still buffering. What yeah, you mean? On, on oh, I'm cool. It's cool. Can yeah. you see me, Laura? Yeah, I can. You're good over here. We're, we're sorry. It's audience, just Everett. You know, yeah, we, we definitely we're, struggle we're streaming. I don't know what the hell. Oh, no need to be sorry. Man, listen. Y'all, man, listen. Y'all ain't been on a few of my episodes. I had some episodes where I came out of intro and I'm muted or I'm thinking I'm muting myself. I just turned off the camera and you can hear me talking. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done that before. I've definitely done that. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's get in. Shit, fuck it. We just gonna have to do it this way. Can y'all hear her good off my shit? We can take these headphones off because we don't need them now. Um, so Why yeah, are you sweaty because I'm hot. This shit is hot, bro. We got the heat on. I'm baking in this bitch, and I ain't got no shirt on up under this. I'm about to go put one on though. Um oh, I'm not gonna show off nipples and shit. I'm not <laughs> gonna show off nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so no. Uh oh, yeah, he, e. he is Mr. Butt naked, ain't This is Mr. I am Mr. Butt naked, naked for sure. Normalized definitely being naked. You don't want to see this dick get out. What of you my think house. about what you think about that, Alora? Let's start where let's start there, matter of fact. How you feel about nudity in the house as an adult? Well, um, I know this is going to sound crazy, but since a very young age, I wanted to be a nudist. I am definitely pro nude in the household. Definitely. I think um, um, we should be in tune with our bodies. And when you're in your own crib, you should have the right to walk around your house naked. Mm. Yeah. I, definitely, I, definitely I ain't going to divulge too much information, let's just say. You know, if uh, <clears throat> if I didn't have a gut, I'd probably be right here on somebody's new beach. Like, <laughs> I'm cool. they be out here. They be out here. Yeah, when you built like me, though, you know what I mean? I don't think that, I don't think it's the best thing to be. But I, I'm built like I'm 13 months pregnant, and uh, I can't I can't be running around showing off the belly and all that. You know what I mean? Looking right, like I feel you. Great value you. Santa Claus and shit. I can't do it. Great value Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's I got eight cup titties here, bro. Hey, hey, we're sorry. We're talking a whole lot about nigga nips and nigga nipples here. <laughs> Brandon gonna ask, like, yo, how you feel about nudity and leave? <laughs> Y'all know why I had to leave. Y'all don't don't be acting like that. Y'all be judging him. We've been below y'all. He said, Don't be judging him. Nah, they be jumping me for real. <laughs> Like if you watch these episodes, these niggas really be jumping me every time I say something to do something. They be crying. Nah, I only <laughs> cried once. Hater. Ooh. Hating he ass nigga. He cried. No, nah, I definitely cried on this. He episode. cried on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, and I own up to that. I own up to that. You about to let's record it? Yeah, it's in the public. Yeah, I mean, right. it is what it is. What the fuck we talking about? No, we um we getting into our host for or our guest first. We're gonna get into our guest oh, and okay. we we're gonna let her talk her shit. E, you want to start? You the interview, nigga. Were we done with the nudity thing? Oh, I I didn't hear nothing that was said. Okay. Well, <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about it. Like, I, if yeah, he definitely said. I want to be naked, bro. I want to be naked. Well, you identify with her. Yeah, I I identify as a nudist. 
Yes. All right. Like I don't like naked bodies don't bother me. So it could be anybody's naked bodies don't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Like anybody's naked body does not bother me. So I wouldn't give a fuck about nobody being naked in my house. Like that that's kind of how I feel about it in general. I mean, I would have an age restriction because <clears throat> if, I'm, but, but you know what? So, I don't see rubber band balls. I just don't. <laughs> but you know what? We we kind of got into that when we talked about it the first time because one way or the other is like, do you got an age restriction on um, the youthful or do you got an age restriction on the older? Like my personal belief is if my kids grew up in a household where they were ne- where I was naked all the time and I never made them feel uncomfortable about being naked, then by the time they're 13, 14, 16 and developing, they're not going to feel weird about being naked because they've been naked their whole fucking life. I don't want to see no kids naked and I don't want to see no well, see, naked. That's, but see, that's, but see, that's the... Get naked around me, I'm <laughs> but yeah. I think that's the... I think that's the... I think that's the difference because I wouldn't... That would not be okay when I got people in the house. You know what I'm saying? Just like I don't be naked when I be... Like when it's just me and the kids in the house. I don't be naked because my kids didn't grow up around that. When people come to my house, I don't get naked. But if it's just me and my wife in the house, I'm naked, my G. Like that always will that will always be a, a, a easy stopping point. Like I'm I'm not naked when other people are in my house. That's more of a respect thing, though. I respect the people that come to my house, so I'm not just gonna get butt ass like you sitting on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't coming out the room butt ass. Like all right, nigga, we said we were okay. Like, we playing 2K. What's up, nigga? Like, oh, no. like nah, I ain't doing that. Anyway, <laughs> no, we let our our guest introduce herself while we talk y'all about asked me about the nudity shit. Right. <laughs> you asked about the nudity. Ever asked if you I were did. done with it? You introduced it in the middle. Right. I had to get changed. Oh, this is a limited edition normal convos merch shirt. Mm. Nice. Uh, this was probably made uh week one of our merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually the only one I ever made it is. So if anybody want to buy this off my back, I got you. Limited edition. It's a limited edition. Very limited All edition. Right. There's only one in circulation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this but one of one. One of fucking one. Yeah, so let's, actually, Let, let's get into you, Alora. Yeah, um, I'm actually really excited to be here, guys. I really am. I think I was, I think I had inboxed you before. I'm not sure, like a yeah. while back, and we had, yeah, it had been a while, yeah, yeah. A long time ago. yeah. So, I'm actually really excited to be here. Um, <clears throat> as you guys all know, I am Alora Dannon. My podcast is the Lauren Hour podcast with Alora Dannon. Uh, is a part of the Lauren Hour Network. You guys can check me out over on YouTube at the Lauren Hour Network with Laura Dannon. Um, let me see. It's not too much to tell about myself. I'm a mom of seven, um, a wife to my husband. We've been together for about 16 years. Hey, um, congratulations. Thank you. I'm trying to, I'm just, I don't know. I'm a ball of fresh air, I guess. And, um, I don't know. I just enjoy life, y'all. I ain't got too much to say about me. But, um, yo, I'm out here trying to hustle like y'all, yo. I'll be yeah. out here on TikTok. Check me out on TikTok at Alora Soccer Dannon. Uh, check me out on IG at the Lauren Hour. 
if you haven't done so, follow me on all of those platforms. Oh yeah, they will be in the um in the description. There will be in this in the description. Mm -hmm. So check here under the YouTube. They will be in the description, and for our listenership, it will be uh, in the description on there as well. So make sure y'all follow her. Get them likes up. Get them follows up. Get them views up. We all trying to get rich out here. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, my first question really would be: um, I know you kind of went into it a little bit earlier, but what made you want to start doing podcasting on a consistent basis? Um, well, consistently, I would say, um, it was the love for anime and, um, just different. We definitely get into that that later. Yeah. Different type of stuff like that. It was more so my cousin, um, uh, rest his soul, Robert's fan. Oh, we always used to talk about doing this like so long ago, like four years ago, this was like something we talked about and we never really kind of got into it. And like I said, I was talking to CL about it and me and her talked about it for a few and I never kind of got into it. But um, like I said, I was a guest on her show. And then shortly after that, uh, my cousin passed and it kind of broke my heart. And I was just like, yeah, thanks. This was something that he wanted us to do. And so I kind of was like, yeah, let me go ahead and get this taken off because my cousin had the utmost faith in me. Like he hit me in my inbox like all the time, like Cuddy, yo, this guy on Facebook want to debate. Let's get into it. I'm about to tag yeah. him. It was like two in the morning. He created this uh, video chat like thing on Facebook. And like I'm in here going toe to toe with this, uh, this. He happened to be Caucasian, this Caucasian man. And then at the, by the end of the night, we all just laugh and having fun. And then we get into our anime stuff and uh, get into our superhero stuff. And um, by the way, rest in peace. Uh, the voice of Batman. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that, too. Oh, man. Girl. Yeah, oh, that hurt. I'm about that to say, hurt. girl, look. Man. I'm sorry. But, yeah, that's kind of um, how I got into it. Plus, I always I talk a lot. So it's like this this fits me. And I'm opinionated. So, yeah. Man. That's my bag. So, um you touched on you touched on anime superheroes and all that stuff um so i guess we can go ahead and you know start with um oh excuse me we can start with a rest in peace to uh kevin conroy he has been the voice of batman for 30 fucking years man he's been the voice of batman since i was four years old like that's crazy right that is crazy to me to put it in perspective, right? Let me find this screenshot. Um, to put it in perspective, Kevin Conroy is responsible for 13 animated movies, 14 animated shows, 16 games, and one live action episode. And I cannot remember what that live action episode was that he was on, but I don't think he played Batman. I think it was on... Um, I think it was on Flash. It was either on Flash or Arrow. I think it was Flash because I him, it was I it was definitely Flash. It was Flash because it was the trickster. He was like the trickster or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Um, there you yeah. Go. yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, no, that was Mark Hamill. Oh damn. Okay, that was Mark Hamill. I was gonna say that was Mark Hamill. I thought it was the Flash though. Was it Mark Hamill? Oh shit, that was Mark Hamill. It was Mark Hamill. 
aka Luke Skywalker. It might have been on Batgirl. Could have been. It, yeah, that's the only thing I could see where they would fit him in. Because mm-hmm. Batgirl had her own show. You stupid. Um. Anyway, yeah, like Kevin Conroy is like, I've always been a very big proponent of Marvel makes better live action movies, but in part to Kevin Conroy, DC makes better animated movies to me. I hear that a lot. That's like, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody can touch DC's animation. Yeah, I agree. Not Marvel. Yeah, Mar- yeah I'm, I'm going Marvel DC. Yeah, Marvel I'm, definitely I'm is the movies, nice and DC is definitely nice. animated. Yeah, I do too. Did you hear what Bobby said? Nobody said. I still hold the um, Spider-Man from the '90s in very high regard. Uh, also, X-Men. I don't. I don't really think too much what DC is doing is touching that. People still talk about that to this day. Yeah, back then, though. No. Yeah, they they were unmatched. It was Marvel all day. Yeah, but this yeah. new generation of animation, Marvel can't touch them. They too, okay. they too, they too invested okay. in the live action shit. I got. You. They can't really put the time in on the like that Green Lantern movie that just came out on HBO Max. Have you watched that yet, Alone? I have not watched that. Watched that yet. Green Lantern, <clears throat> another animated movie. Oh, okay. But I just watched um Black Panther today. I just um watched um Wakanda Forever today. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, I ain't watched this yet. I ain't watched this yet. Where you been at? I was go- I was gonna go yesterday, but I feel like. Laura, have you seen it? No, I'm trying to get my emotions together. I gotta mentally prepare myself to go watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, you you really do. Because I, I I'm a cry like as soon as the as soon as they show the the funeral scene. <laughs> Girl, I know there's a funeral scene in the beginning, and I'm a cry. Listen, Twenty One Bridges popped up on Netflix um, in the watch. Um, mm-hmm. the recommended watch, and I started breaking down like Chadwick. Oh my god! So I know, I right. yeah. What was the uh, five mm-hmm. bloods? I saw five bloods popped up for the same, like for mm-hmm. me, and I had never watched that movie ever. But I definitely start reminiscing, like, damn, this this dude did everything before he went. My Rainey's Black Bottom uh, popped up in my watch again, and I, it kind of hit me a little bit because he stole that whole fucking movie. Yeah, so it was about Viola I kept Davis. hearing that. Yeah, it was about my Rainey, but Chadwick Boseman, he stole the fucking movie, bro. And I'm not just saying that because he passed. Like, watch this shit and see. Like, he yeah, it was really about him for real. What did you say? Right here. Um, I mean, we just seen him elevate, you know, as we kind of grew. Because I remember the first movie that I ever seen that he did was Forty Two. And I was like, dang, he played the mess out of that movie. And then <clears throat> I think was it um Get On Up? Yeah, James Brown. Yeah. I think it was James Brown. That one, I was like, okay, I <laughs> Yeah, he was doing his thing. And yeah. it's so crazy that he was able to personify our black greats. Right. So right. early in his career and do it right. Like right. nobody second guessed him as any of our black greats. Thurgood right. Marshall. Right. Jack Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get on up was uh, James, Brown. James Brown. Like nobody second guessed him. Mm-hmm. And then from him to go from all of that to Wakanda and then drop Black Panther. Like mm-hmm. this was the superhero that we wanted. As that black deserved. Like we we had Blade in the two thousands, yeah. But nobody looked up to Wesley Snipes as Blade or as for or 
looking up to Blade because it wasn't it wasn't personified as a superhero movie. No, right. This new Blade will be. Yeah, and plus Wesley wasn't doing it for the culture. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I've said before, like when when Black Panther came out, like that shit made me like proud. Like I swelled up with pride when I saw that was to see us. Um, held in like royalty and all that, regarding right. royalty, because I, I put, put the post on Facebook because all our black movies we get we get portrayed as crackheads and stupid. And Will Smith doing a slavery movie right now and slaves and shit like that. This yeah. is one of the first movies where you know what I mean I watched this shit and all I seen was black excellence and I was proud. Yeah, you see what we could have been if we didn't get um, captured into slavery. I'm yeah. sorry, Galore. What'd you say? I, I um, when I watched the Wakanda, like uh, Black Panther, I see what we could have been if maybe we didn't get captured into slavery and if uh, Africa wasn't pillaged for its diamonds, you know? Yeah. So, it, and it's, it's, so, it's, and it's, it's even funnier because um, you kind of look like I'm an overthinker when it comes to movies and stuff mm -hmm. like that, always trying to relate it back to something that happened in real life. Mm -hmm. So, with vibranium, the way that I look at it, I feel like they was putting it in there was not only the blood diamonds. I looked at it as that was probably the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. It just happened to land in Africa. Oh yeah, because mm -hmm. it was um vibranium was a right. meteor. Okay, yeah, I forgot. About so that. it was the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. Because I'm I'm a big conspiracy theorist too. <laughs> hey, <look>. So <laughs> um that was the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, and then over millions and millions and millions of years. Then the diamonds started coming. And if we were left alone, it would have been vibranium instead of diamonds. Mm. Or our version of whatever vibranium would be in this world. Like, obviously, you know, superheroes are supposed to be far-fetched. Yeah. Right. So you don't really, really supposed to know what's going on. But I feel like they always say art imitates life. I always say it's the, it's the other way around. Sometimes life imitates art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's kind of my conspiracy theory brain though <laughs> yeah i don't um when did james harden start playing for philly last I've, year man i've been i've been off last Never mind. Year. my bad y'all my bad let me get back to this so <laughs> or what's your favorite superhero superman hey uh -oh, uh -oh. Hey. <laughs> hey hey cl what's up baby yeah hey c what up cl what's going on? hey fine ass auntie Hey. That is hey, go check out www.pussytalks.com. Oh yeah. She got her own, she got her own sex toy shop now. Oh shout out to yeah. CL. Okay. Y'all ain't playing no game. She coming for your neck. Yeah, that's dope. Are you fuck. are you on right now, CL? They go live at 9 30 now, I think. Uh, Okay, I gotta make sure I put my phone on. Um, yeah, I think they go in at like nine thirty now. My laptop gonna be on us, but my phone gonna be on um, Queens without it. Yeah, that's usually what I do with that phone, but I ain't went and grabbed it. Awesome. So, <laughs> awesome, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you and Bobby are are Kendrick spirits. Yes. You and Bobby are Kendrick spirits. You in Ohio? That's what's up. I'm off to the. Oh damn! So you, so you ain't you ain't you ain't um you ain't going live tonight. You say oh, oh yeah, because you ain't logged in as an admin. He can see it when he pop up on the screen though. Yeah, I, I would have to do oh, the chat. Oh, oh my bad. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's what the flow. 
Oh, she in Youngstown. Okay, then. She back home. So, Laura, when did you fall in love with, with Superman? Um, At the age of probably like six. It's like when we, we had that Superman cartoon, he had crypto, and every time he had to go fly, he says, up, up, and away, and come on, super dog. <laughs> so I fell in love with Superman then. Um, and then I would say when Christopher Reeves came out with this, well, when he played Superman, uh, and I seen him on screen, I'm like, oh, my God, because you know, I didn't really find white men attractive and tell him. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, yes, yes. Look at the white man she finds attractive. <laughs> But that's how where my name is. How you feel about Thor? Thor, um, Liam Hemsworth, um, or his brother for that matter. He's okay. They love both of them. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Are oh, you still taking Superman over Thor? Heck yeah, Christopher. Uh, no, uh, what's it? What's uh, oh. Henry Cavell, is that his name? Play yeah, 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 I fucked with man, him. Man, I'll was, take him over. Man, listen, I'll trade my husband to sign quick. I love you, Bam. <laughs> God damn. I'm playing, Bam. Playing. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, woo. But like I, I was trying to say, my name, uh, Laura, I kind of derived that from uh, Superman's mom's name because her name was Laura. Um, uh, okay. Jarrell or whatever, or higher. Yeah, so that's why I was like, dang, I love that. And then I was like, yes. And then my favorite movie is Willow. So Dennis, I was like, okay, Laura Dennis, you know, this, this, this fits. So okay. I, I really kind of came up with my name from watching Superman and hey, watching, you know, I like it's like Willow. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I like that. I fell in love with Superman at the same time, like um, around four or five years old. My dad used to, um, he used to put on a he used to put on a sheet as a cape and then kind of like pretend like he was flying around. Then he would like put me up on his on his seat and then like kind of fly oh, me around yeah. and shit like that. That's crazy. My dad did that too. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Then he would do the Mickey Mouse voice for me. And all. my dad is the shit. I need to call my dad. Look at y'all having dads. Uh, <laughs> y'all triggering me. Y'all triggering me. Shots fired. Shots oh. fired. Y'all triggering me. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad passed on when I was 17, but yeah. Damn. Say what, well, I'm sorry. Oh, I said my dad had passed on when I was 17, but um, oh, yeah, I, I, I had a dope dad. My dad was dope. Oh, for sure. I, can, I cannot imagine your sure. pain. I, and I hope, I know I have to, but I got to call my dad, man. That's, that's my I saw my pops. Um, but Matter of fact, before I get to my pops, congratulations to my sister, Tabitha Brewster. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I love you, girl. Congratulations, sister. Congratulations. I love you, and I'm so fucking proud of you for doing what the fuck you need to do. My sister just got her medical assistance degree. Um, All right, just graduated. She just graduated. Uh, what was that Thursday? Thursday. She graduated Thursday, and we went and uh, we went to the little pendant ceremony and all that, and then we went out for dinner afterwards. Um, and happy birthday to my brother Courtney. He just turned thirty. He was born in no, real younger than me. Courtney is older. Yeah, I ain't never met Courtney. No, you did meet Courtney. Yeah, on the porch that one night. Yeah. What's what is it? 37. Damn, for real? Yeah, Courtney 37. He was born 85. Yeah. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday to my brother. He just turned 37. My sister just graduated college. I'm I'm very, I'm very proud. But anyway, um, my pops came. 
to the to the uh to the dinner, right? You stupid <laughs> as fuck. Um so Pops came to the dinner and he got out the car, got up, gave my little brother Josh a hug, gave Rail a hug, gave me a hug. He was like, Happy birthday, nigga. I'm like, what? Wrong son, bro. Oh, damn. Damn. Wrong. Damn. Wrong son, bro. I was like, bro, I got another three months. He looked at me. He was like, oh, damn. You are Brandon, ain't you? Damn. You three months earlier, now Wait, Yes, man. You don't know my. Oh, okay. You gotta... This motherfucker does not like his dad. Yeah. yeah. I he love. I'm love so sorry. That. I love that nigga. It's just hard no, to. Right? It's hard you to really like. Don't. No, because you don't have to like somebody to love. You don't have to like somebody to love him. You no. right? I love him to death. I do not like the man. I can't hate him because he gave me life. Yeah, but right. I don't like him. Where, where, where the picture at, man? I don't like him. Wait, wait, I ain't got no pictures with my pops. You just showed us. Not framed. Oh, okay. That was on my phone, G. <laughs> oh. And he looked just like his daddy. He, that's the. That's why you, you and your father probably are very similar. And when oh, we are. Yeah, we when are. parents and kids are very similar, they butt heads a lot. It's like my eighteen-year-old. She is my identical twin, unfortunately, and yet my spirit twin. Uh, she's a Sag. I'm a Leo. So yeah. Leo gang. Leo gang gang. I ain't a Leo, My but Leo. I know y'all love Leos out here. So yes, we we, we the business. <laughs> oh, you a Leo too? Yeah. Well, I was trying to say little. Hi, little sweetheart. We say biz naive, biz naive, something like that. Biz naive or something like that. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Uh, where are we going next? Actually, we topics and shit. We do got topics, but we learning more about Allura in the first hour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the first hour cool. we learned about Allura. So, um, let's hop into anime, right? Damn. Yeah. Now, 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 you on me and Bobby. You on me and Bobby turf now because we 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 are like self not we're, we're blurred. We, we blurs out here. Blurred. Yeah, we blurs out here. Matter of fact. So, we're 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 we're. Don't take this as disrespectful, but. Nigga, no, you didn't. You can't. He brought it last time. I, I, I always bring my game. Like, what are you talking about? Why don't you game? eat your dinner, nigga? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Falls. <laughs> anyway, I brought my switch with me. That's why I mentioned the meat. Anime. <laughs> we getting into anime first, right? <laughs> what was your introduction? Twelve. What was your introduction to anime? Twelve inches of meat. Um, you already know it was Dragon Ball Z. I think. Uh. Being in Youngstown, most kids' uh, introduction to anime was um, Dragon Ball Z. Um, but I actually, think most black kids. I think most yeah, black kids. Actually, no, it was something. I think something it was Pocano or something like that. One of them. I don't know. Some weird Japanese anime. We that didn't know Ronan Warriors. So, so Bobby just said his introduction was Ronan Warriors. We didn't, we didn't know Ronan Warriors was anime, though. Just like I didn't know Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that shit Saturday morning. I didn't know that was anime. I didn't know Dragon Ball Z was anime. I knew Dragon Ball Z was anime, but nothing else I didn't know. Like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, I didn't even know that was like considered anime or um, Inyasha. I didn't really know that was considered anime. It was like 
you know, you would see these things and you would watch them. He's like, oh, okay, it's cartoons. Then the more you digged into them, because, you know, you got to start doing your research because you want to learn about the characters and stuff. And then that's kind of where I discovered more uh, the in-depth about uh, uh, it being anime and just kind of like, okay, I might lightweight be, you know, a little nerdy. Lightweight. Just a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. So, so what you watching right now? Um... Right now, Black Clover. I'm watching Black Clover, Fairy Tale. Still trying to get through Fairy Tale. God knows, I, I I'm trying to finish uh, One Piece, but it is difficult. Cause what episode are you on? Uh, I don't know. I keep falling asleep, <laughs> and then I got to start it all over again. Tyler, because <laughs> it's so it's so interesting. Because Luffy, I like him. And you know, I've, I'm feeling him, but it's like, God dang, so many episodes, and I don't ever know what's going on. And then Zoro, I, I don't know, I'm on the fence about him and that sword in his mouth that kind of aggravates me. But <laughs> I'm, gonna to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, for real, for real, my top animes is gonna be uh, Bleach and Naruto. Naruto. No, I'm never starting that. He's a, he's a three sword wielder. Wait, you so. what? you never started it. Nah, man, it's too many damn episodes. No, nope. it, it is, is a lot of episodes. Order. So he keep one in each hand, and then he uses he put the other one in his in mouth. In his mouth, and it's crazy. Like, yeah. What episode of, uh, one piece you on? Like seven hundred. Oh, so you almost so done? One in both hands, one in his mouth. That's my son, by the way. You can't see him, but he started oh, yeah. one piece a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one awesome. in his mouth. He said he on episode seven hundred something. What do you want? Said, I'm in the middle of Wow, a that's dedication. Yeah. You got to be dedicated to what What else you got to do? Right. 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 <laughs> he got a job, but <laughs> outside of that, like, what yeah. else you got to do? Watch right. I, you know what's so crazy? I always tell my husband, I was like, it would be hard for um, a normal man to date me because I'm literally the one who's going to come home after I'm done working or whatnot, kick off my shoes and I'm straight to animation. Like I'm going straight to either some DC anime or just, you know, I can watch Inuyasha. I've watched Inuyasha so many times and finished it. And then I watched the anime to spin off with their daughters. Uh, he may, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's a pirate princess. Yeah, I'll really, think, I'll think about this really good. I finished it, and I'm like, come on, come on, bring me some more seasons. Uh, I, yeah, top favorite Bleach. <sighs> Bleach, uh, it's so hard because Bleach and Naruto is Bleach, Naruto, and Inuyasha like my top three, and it's so hard to kind of put in an order which one's my favorite. But um, I'm gonna have to say Ichiko Korosaki. I just, I just love him. Like I love him so much. I just love his energy. I love his determination. But Naruto, he fits me personality wise. Like he sets his mind to something, and he's definitely gonna do it. And he's gonna, you know, ruffle some feathers. But at the end of the day, he remains loyal, and um, he rides for his people. And that's me. All the wow, right. for sure. We might. <laughs> We might have to uh we might have to bring you back for Blurred's 4.0. Yeah. Blurred Are we on 4.0? Yeah, Blurred 4. Yeah, I'm just thinking that. Yeah, Blurred I think we're on 4.0. We did yeah. three episodes of Blurred shit already. We might have to okay. bring you back for four. Yeah. Um, so have you started TYBW yet? No, what is that? I have uh bleach thousand, thousand year, year blow war. war. No, I no, I, I actually just caught wind of that. 
That's sh- oh my god! Listen, I haven't I haven't watched it yet because I already know the story by playing listen, the game. But I plan on watching it anyway, though. Yo, mm. is let's just let's just say it's fire. I know it's fire, mm. fire. Especially mm-hmm. seeing it animated because I've caught like clips uh-huh. of Thousand Year Blood War and manga. Like I didn't play the game, so I don't I don't really know what's gonna happen. But I follow a couple of anime groups on Facebook and and uh, Instagram and stuff, so I see like. They'd show panels here and there. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, okay, this person got a new form, or this person look a little different from the original, or this person look a little bit different from the original. Keep watching. Man, seeing this shit anime, it's only five episodes in. Dang. And when I tell you, I feel like I'm fucking 16 again. Like it's dope as fuck, man. That, oh my god, watching that oh, anime. I'm gonna is check crazy. it out. I'm gonna check it out. Oh, you know what? I lied too. Nope, I lied. I do have a, I can't put an anime at number one, and it's gonna have to be the Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins is nice, yeah. and it's only because of uh, Escanor. Escanor, yeah. And y'all ain't know why. <laughs> yeah. Leo, gang, gang. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yes. So yeah. But I like because I, I feel like I'm a kid at heart, but I'll fuck somebody up if I really got to. Period. <laughs> No, Seven Deadly Sins is up there. Um, I did start watching um, Chainsaw Man. It's on Hulu. Uh, I don't know if it's exclusive to Hulu, but I caught it on Hulu. Oh. Um, but it's a dude. It's it's basically a world of demons, right? Mm-hmm. So think Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. but not as mystic. So, uh, matter of fact, think of Demon Slayer in New York. Have you watched Demon Slayer yet? I have. I actually so, love Demon Slayer. So it's like Demon Slayer, but in New York, right? Mm-hmm. No swords or anything like that. Like they they throwing hands. Mm-hmm. But story the the guy the main protagonist guy is um he has a demon as a pet, and the demon is a chainsaw dog. It's called Chainsaw Dog. No, the, the show is called Chainsaw Man. So the guy, uh, I was explaining it to my wife the other day because the storyline for why he is so determined <laughs> to beat these demons is hilarious. And I don't want to give it away because it's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, so the guy uh, gets mortally injured in like the first or second episode or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then him and the dog damn near fuse, and he becomes Chainsaw Man instead of a guy that just hunts demons. Um, but you can see it on like the uh, the little cover art that they use for it. Yeah, I'm looking at that. He got a chainsaw that come out his face, oh, and then man. chainsaws that come out his hands, like out of the middle of his hands. It's oh crazy. yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. You know what? <clears throat> I haven't been on Hulu in a while. I've been kind of more towards HBO Max because HBO Max has all the DC animations. Yeah. So that's I've been kind of making my way through that. But yeah, I might have to check that out. Cause yeah, Hulu, I don't know Hulu how much is on, Yeah, I don't know how much is on Hulu, mm-hmm. but as far as anime anyway. But um I watch I watch Hulu oh. for um like I just like normal cartoons. Me too. So <laughs> like I watch like American Dad, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, yeah. um, Bob's Burgers The Great North, uh, Duncanville, 
Uh, it's a couple of cartoons that I work, I watch just on Hulu because they Fox shows. Mm -hmm. So you can really only watch them on Hulu anyway. And I was scrolling through, and then when Chainsaw Man premiered, you know, they always send you the little, you know what I'm saying, the thing at the top of Hulu, like, oh, season one premiere type shit. And it popped up, and I was like, damn, that looks weird as fuck. And I kept pushing it off, kept pushing it off, and then my anime group started getting wind of it. And like the first or second weeks, they was top in the um in the anime ranks mm -hmm. as far as watch uh, as far as far as uh watch hours or whatever the hell however they calculate that so once i seen that i was like all right so if anime people are watching this let me at least give it a chance because i thought it looked corny at first i was like chainsaw man that kind of look corny it's like it's gonna be stupid but it's anime you know what anime you can't never really take shit for what it looked like right but man i watched that that's what five that that got like five six. I think it premiered like the week before, or the week after Bleach. Mm. So man, I started watching that. That shit was crazy. So I'm watching that in Thousand Year Blood War right now. Um, season six of My Hero just started. Oh, I forgot all about My Hero Academia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my stuff too. I ain't gonna lie. It's just so many different animes out here to be like, you just got a real top favorite. It's just so hard. Yeah. And it's so funny because the people that don't watch anime don't really realize that um, there's like literally an anime for everybody. Right. Like If you like cartoons in general, you can make an easy jump over to anime because it's going to be something that you're going to like. That's a fact. It's going to be something. Like, because they got the they got the super adult stuff. It's a couple of super adult, like where they show like anime titties and like essay and that type of shit on there. And it'd be like, oh, that's kind of wild, but high school of the dead. Um, they yeah. they show a lot of that. Yeah, that one is really in I do not watch hentai. <laughs> Very much. He likes anime titties. <laughs> now nah, anime titties be cool until they take them out the shirt. Cause uh, who was that? Orhime, or Orhime on Bleach. Orhime. Yeah. What? Wait, you seen Orhime's? Oh Lord. No, no, no. I mean before, like they were clothes on. Oh okay. And uh, Matsumoto. Mm. Captain Hutsugaya's uh lieutenant. Yeah. Yeah, Ranguku. I could not remember her first name. I love Ranguku. That's my bow. Her energy is just so. Badass, infectious. Mm -hmm. And then red hair. Like I have a thing for like redheads. I really do. If I was to like date Caucasian, what? it would be a redhead. Oh, you want you a ginger white boy? Yes, ginger for sure. I, I used to talk to this ginger white boy. I used to call him Big Red in high school. <laughs> wow. Wow. Not Big Red. Is that why you got the red hair? <laughs> oh, this is brown, but it looks red. But now are definitely the niggas of white people. Yeah. They're the niggas white of white people. people. Yeah, his name was Kenny. He was mad cool. He was like mad down to earth. Like, I've never met a redhead, a ginger who was just uh I have a ginger friend. I call her Barbie. Uh shout out Melissa. Um she's super tall and she was built like Barbie back in the day, and she had her red hair. And that was that was her nickname. <laughs> we get on school bus like, "What's up, Barbie?" <laughs> That's funny. 
yeah, I always had the nicknames for, for my friends. I have one friend called her Mop Head. Like, <laughs> I think everybody got nicknames yeah. for their kids, though. Mop yeah. Head. Mop Head is funny. Mop Head is funny. That's because she used to wear light chips all the time, so it's called her Mop Head. I just feel like it's oh, not Mop Head. Yeah, she deserved that nickname now. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let, let's keep it moving. Um, so if, if as far as uh your journey right now in uh podcasting, um what are some of the things that you are loving about it and then some of the things that you kind of ain't really feeling about it? Oh that's an awesome question. Um, so what I'm loving about it right now is actually just the journey, just learning different things, connecting with new people like you guys. Um, and just more so podcasting give you an opportunity to self-educate. So I'm all about education. I'm all about learning new things and connecting with people. So that's the journey that I'm taking and I'm loving it. Uh, also just being able to put my spin and my take on things and be able to create. And that makes me feel self-empowered because it's like, uh, you hear so many people talk about, oh, I can do that. That's easy. But it's like, if you could do it, everyone will be doing it, you know, and it yeah. takes time. <clears throat> and at some points, it does seem like everybody's got a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say everybody got a podcast, but a lot of people do have podcasts, but it takes dedication. So for the people who are out here and they are podcasting, like you guys, you guys have regular lives. You guys have a job. You guys have families, but you guys get on here whenever you guys have to and you do the work. You know, not a lot of people are willing to do that after you are in the work the nine to five. And I commend you guys for that because that's dedication. You have to push yourself to do that because there's days where I'm just like, I'm tired. I don't want to get on. I'm sick. I don't want to get on. But you run into so many different people. Like I had one lady who was on the show. Uh, let me shout out um, Rage to Blindness. Uh, her son was uh, shot by this lunatic in Liberty, Ohio, just for no reason. And now her son is blind. Um, you, you get the, I get to interview people like that and tell their stories and get their stories out there. So that was a blessing. And then, um, in doing so WKDN reached out to the family and, you know, got their story even further out there. So that was something that was amazing. And I pride myself on, you know, trying to help people. So that's the upside to, um, podcasting for me. And, um, I'm gonna say the downside, I'm just saying support, more so just support or hate. Um, unfortunately, the hate for me comes from Caucasian men for some reason. Um, I, I get messages on inbox, crazy messages, and uh, just people just want to attack me for me having an opinion. And that's the downside. But like I said, I ain't letting not one person stop me from doing what God has called me to do. Um, let my voice be heard. I'm speaking on injustices. I'm going to speak on things that's going on in our community. I'm going to educate the people. Then I'm also be messy because I like to get messy sometimes. You know, I definitely we, like to get messy. <laughs> we definitely get messy. <laughs> we, we get messy lately or later because Lunell is on <laughs> Lunell on some bullshit. So, yeah, we definitely get messy later. <laughs> um. But yeah, go ahead. Listen, uh, the first episode I checked out from y'all was the cancel culture episode. 
Now, I know it was, y'all yeah. said that a while ago, and it's kind of made me want to circle back around because we're dealing with that right now, and it's even more amplified with Kanye, uh, Kyrie, and a, and a host of a few people. Um, um, there was a few, a few guests that you had on there, and y'all had ranges of opinions, ranging from, you know, you have freedom of speech, but not freedom of consequences, mm-hmm. and hey if you work with this person or you know you're in bed with this person you gotta do what they say you have to do what they say and your opinion cannot offend because that's potentially money that you're messing up Mm -hmm. now i wanted to get your thoughts on like i said that episode that y'all did that was a while ago but it's kind of circled back around because so we're going through it right right now. now um it never really stopped you know what? Somebody made a very good point on there, and I cannot remember who it was when they said that the cancel co- cancel culture started from the Me Too movement. Yeah, my brother. That was my brother. Like I could, it was so crazy because as long as cancel culture has been out, like we know what cancel culture is, and we know what the Me Too movement is. I never made the connection that we weren't canceling niggas before Me Too. <laughs> Nobody was canceling anybody before Me Too. Right. Yeah, and it's been about five years since that started. Yeah. And uh, somebody pointed out on your podcast that that's where it originated from. Um, do you agree with that same sentiment? Uh, since you filmed that episode or recorded, um, has your stance on it changed? Or do you have any uh, further thoughts surrounding it, especially with the Kyrie thing? Uh, so, no, my stance on it has not changed. I believe that the cancel, cancel culture actually needs to be canceled. And sorry, guys. You're good. It's all good. Yeah, we all got kids. Right. <laughs> well, ever though. Ah. Pull out game. Then he'll know. Then he'll know though. <laughs> oh no. Hey, my world on purpose. My pull out game is all. But right. yeah, um, as far like as far as cancel culture goes, right? It's kind of weird because it's weird because we like to cancel a lot of different people that either don't deserve it or don't deserve it at the moment. Like I seen something the other day, right. About, uh, the baby. Yeah. And somebody made a joke. It was funny as fuck, but it was a joke. And they said, uh, y'all said the baby couldn't be canceled, but this thing go one show away from performing. <laughs> at BB or something like that. And I thought it was so fucking funny that they said that, but I remember when he did all that shit and wrote loud. And it was like, okay, they ain't fuck with him for like two or three weeks. But then he was back on Rolling Loud and he was back on his tour. And it's like, he been he been low since then. Like, you ain't heard nothing from the baby. Like, ain't nothing from the baby went crazy in a while. Like, ever since that shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I refuse to believe it. Just, you could say, oh, well, his music ain't hitting or he makes the same song. It cannot be just that. Yeah, he was doing that before he got canceled. There's so, right? play here that are intentionally suppressing him and his reach because of that. And I, guys, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Um, my husband took him away. Um, so, if you don't mind me to answer Everett's Everett's question. Oh no, you go back. Yeah, you go. You go back. Okay. Um, I was just filling in while you was handling. Yeah, it. I appreciate it because I'm, guys, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Um, but to answer your question, my stance has not changed. Um, 
uh, the, the connection to cancel culture and the Me Too movement is legit solid. Um, well, like you said, um, Father, we really did not start seeing it until the Me Too movement came out. And that movement was so powerful that it in, um, emboldened people to be like, okay, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like what you're saying. So since they were able to cancel this person, cancel that person, we're going to keep it going. And it's, it's, it's a dangerous game. And I feel like Rather than to cancel someone completely and just ruin their careers and ruin their lives, let's educate them. And education is the key because some people who offend are ignorant and they don't understand the stance of the things that they say. And sometimes just simply teaching them can be the key. But as far as like what Brother Kyrie did, he shared a documentary. It wasn't like he went online and he said, I hate, I hate, I dislike, I dislike. They're trash. They're this. He didn't do that. He was simply saying, basically, I watched this. I mean, he really didn't put in any, any, you know, any. Um, Did he even say he watched context it? to it? He shared the link. Yeah, he didn't put any context to it. He just kind of really just shared it, and it was like, so now we live in America where we can't share things. We're getting canceled just from sharing something. So if I was to share a meme of someone saying that you know white people uh, age like spoiled milk. Am I going to be canceled? You know, if the, right, if the right white person get offended, yes. But so but, I, on on this podcast, right? I very very often I play devil's advocate, right? Mm-hmm. So I was listening to another podcast the other day. I cannot remember the name of it. It was a random ass podcast, but I was listening to it the other day, and they were having a conversation about the Kyrie stuff, mm-hmm. and they the question that rose is sharing a link promotion. So they looked up the word promotion in the dictionary, whatever. And, you know, because really when you go off of just the word promotion, you think, oh, no, I'm out here waving the flag for it. I'm sharing it to everybody I know. I'm telling people about it, blah, 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 right? Right. So without looking up the definition, you would say, no, instinctively, that's not promotion. I just shared a link. But the the offside to that is, it is promotion when you have millions of followers. When you have millions of followers, anything that you put on the internet is promotion. People are going to go to it. Like sales went up for that book like 300% overnight just because Tyree shared it and then right after that got canceled. But but let me ask you this question because this is my problem. He didn't add any context to it. So it could have been perceived that maybe he shared it because he disagreed. He could have possibly disagreed and found this sickening and just said, oh, my God, let me, let me share this real quick. Maybe he was on the road and he didn't have time to type. Let me just share it, you know. And even though my, people might want to say, but that's still dangerous. But he didn't say whether he agreed with it or dis- disagreed with it. So how do you sit here and you, you persecute this? Because this is what they're doing. They're persecuting him. Yeah. Just from sharing something. And then he went on to say he was sorry. And to be honest, I don't think he should have said sorry about nothing because it was nothing to be sorry for. I don't think he's sorry. He's not. He he had to, you know, keep faith. Yeah, he had to do that. Because he wants his job. So, um, like I said, devil's advocate. Um, You know, I want to make my stance clear. I'm 100% behind Kyrie Irving, personally. Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah, I stand with Kyrie. You you can't it, it, like that's not how you create content. If everybody agree, then what's the point of recording? Right. So devil's advocate, right? 
as a as a public figure, it is your job to put context. It's your job. You're a public figure. You are you are looked up to by young black men. You are looked up to by your peers. You are looked up to by basketball players, influencers, people that you know want to want to make shoes, people that want to do fashion, people that want to dribble like he, like you are such an influence sticking on Kyrie. You are such an influence as a public figure. It is 100% your job to provide context. Sharing something without context, like there's there's something that we say um, often on this podcast. Once we say something, it's up to whoever hears it to perceive it and interpret it the way that they put it. Yeah. All we can do is give it as much context as we possibly can so it can't be misconstrued. But the problem with words is that, especially with video, audio, whatever, it can be edited. It can be edited. I can say exactly what I mean, word for word, in the safest way possible. And all you got to do is take two or three words out. And it's, I sound like I'm the worst nigga in the world. Exactly. So I feel like, even though I agree with him, I also feel like you have to take some of this. You're a public figure. You can't just... You can't just tweet something, whether he watched it or not. I personally don't think that he watched it. I don't think he watched it. I think he seen it and he was like, all right, let me share this. Or somebody sent it to him and was like, hey. Yeah, somebody sent it to him like, hey, you know, check this out or whatever. And it was somebody that he's probably had conversations with where it's like, okay, well, if he sent me something, you know what I'm saying? He probably ain't sent me nothing crazy, whatever the case may be. But as a public figure, it is your job to provide context because the tweet can't be changed, right? If somebody screenshot your cheat, your your cheat, your tweet. If somebody screenshot your tweet, all right, it's exactly word for word what I said. Mm. Well, yeah, but only he can edit it though, or whoever got access to his account. So, but this is my question though. Um, he just shared it. What about the people who distribute it? Oh yeah, no, yeah, Amazon, yeah. Why y'all mad at Kyrie for posting it, but they mad at, Ky- at Amazon for having it on sale? If we can cancel Yee's music from Spotify, from Apple, we can take his uh, endorsements. Why did not Jim or Jeff Bessel or whatever his name is, why didn't he remove this content from his um, website for distribution? He has that power. He so does. now yeah. we want to hold the little man because Kyrie is the little man. We want to hold him accountable. But this man let that content be available for you know the public to gain access to. But yes, this is my thing. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Um, I think it's on along the same lines of what um what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter right now. Destroying it. I don't think he's destroying it personally. We can get into that later, but I don't think he's. We definitely going to have you back because I feel like me and you can have some real conversations. Oh, I'm down. Um, but when you when you have that much money, that much influence, and that many relationships, so matter of fact, let's. I'm gonna go on the Kanye. I'm gonna go on the Kanye side of it, right? 
-hmm. Everybody understands that Kanye was a billionaire. Kanye made sure he told everybody he was a billionaire. I'm worth whatever. He was on drink champs screaming it. Every time he tweets something, he talk about how much money he got, all that type of stuff, right? Kanye West is a proverbial overnight billionaire. It didn't take him 30, 40 years to become a billionaire. So a lot of those steps that you have to take to become a, a billionaire, the relationships you have to make, the, the relationships you have to, to, to mend, and you have to, excuse me, the relationships that you have to pay attention to and you have to, you have to nurture some, a lot of those relationships to get to that billion. Kanye skipped a lot of steps getting into that billionaire status. So now when he goes out and says some wild shit on Drink Champs, who is there to back you when you don't have the relationships? Well, the relationships left when he left Kim. Well, when Kim left him, because we got to remember most of those relationships that Kanye formed was due to his wife and his wife mother putting him in the right position. And people often forget Kanye did get to this billionaire status also on the back of his wife who bailed him out of bankruptcy. So once she left, she carried some of that power with her and he wanted to give us the illusion that it was all him and that he definitely secured the billions. He didn't secure the billions because if he had billions, there is no way he could walk away with $400 million. Cause even if they would have took all of those, all of those shoe endorsements, he would have still had a billion dollars sitting in the bank for him to invest any way that he wanted to. It was a projected, amount that he was going to receive. And so his problem with Kanye D, um, did was he put the cart before the horse and he didn't think. Yeah. He didn't think. But, and that and that that story came out what? 3 4 years ago that Kanye was broke and he was mm -hmm. living off of borrowed money. Mm -hmm. We knew this. We knew this already. Like this wasn't news to us for real. So when they said, oh, Kanye was like the one, the Adidas deal alone took him from billionaire status to millionaire status. Mm. And it was like, is anybody, like people are like, no, Kanye's still a bit. No, Kanye oh, was God. never a billionaire. Kanye was projected exactly. to be a billionaire. Mm -hmm. if, he if he fulfilled all of his contracts, like a lot of people in the working class and your everyday person don't understand what contracts mean. Mm -hmm. If I have a five-year contract worth $150 million, that don't mean they give me a $150 million check as soon as I sign that contract. I mean, after this five years, you would have made $150 million based on this, based on this, based on this, based on this landmark, based on this selling point. Based on, like, you have to do something to make that. Right. But that's where some of the ignorance come in at, though. People don't understand that. Go ahead. Let me back up just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, you pointed something out with the uh, distribution of the Kyrie, uh, the content that he uh, put the link out to, right? Mm -hmm. Both of y'all in the conversation that y'all just had uh, just illustrated the point that I'm about to make. Remember, you, you have to control the means of production and the systems for you to have to say so. Now, I'm not sure y'all are aware of this, but just a few days ago, there was a, uh, I guess, a petition. Yeah. Uh, circulated by, I call them the little hats <laughs> for Amazon to remove my the um, the documentary that Kyrie tweeted out. 
Um, it was signed by about 200, mostly of the little hats. <laughs> now, in this petition, they were asking for Amazon to remove it. They could, oh, that's all they could do is ask. You can't demand Amazon do shit, which illustrates my point of I mean, you can't cancel Amazon. They're too fucking big. Yeah. Paul, they're not. Right. It's like trying to. That's like trying to cancel Disney. Right. right. They're, they're <laughs> not going anywhere. All you could do is ask them. Now, there is a such thing as a billion dollar slave. You get paid. But if you stop doing this, this, and this, then you out of there. We're seeing that with Kyrie. We're seeing that with Kanye. You can be very, very rich, but unless you control that system in your own production, Kyrie was like Ice Cube. He had his own basketball team. If Kanye had his own warehouses or production facilities making his own shit, you wouldn't be able to tell him anything, but the cohort truth is what's what he was trying to tell him 10 years ago. about to say that. <laughs> do it by yourself, yeah. He had the answers, but that's not you got the answers what he wanted to do. <laughs> Which illustrates my point of unless you control, unless you have the system, the autonomy, the production, everything is ran by you. As long as you middlemanning mm-hmm. and, and partnership, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for you to to take the stances that you want to take without potentially risking a very public fallout as we're seeing right now. See, see my problem with that. See my problem with that is the nigga talk like he was already doing that. He was popping his shit like he already had autonomy. He was popping his shit like he already had his own warehouses. He was. Like but we see Adidas about to sell his shit up under a different name. Yeah, under Adidas. The designs is theirs. There's gonna be Adidas like why why something? Yeah, which is crazy. Which but you I, know, I I would be very sad if people supported that still because I don't want to buy something that is, you know, wasn't really their baby. You know, ye uh, really came up with that. You know, because it was Kanye. Yeah, I yeah. That. I, do I, I don't that. see people really wanting to still do that. And, but this but I think is, that we, I think we leaving out a may a very big component in that. Mm-hmm. Black people are not the biggest retailers for Yeezys. It's white kids out here. That, the same white kids that supported Six Nine after he snitched are the same white kids that's going to buy Yeezys when they're the Adidas YZ something something or another. True, but the, it's not the same. There's a cool factor that Kanye brought to Adidas. Yeah, I still don't think I still don't see them wanting to do it neither. Because you know what? What is shocking is if they a hundred dollars cheaper, niggas is buying them. I don't. I don't think so. I really don't. So, but but you know what? The clout chasers will. The clout chasers, just to say they have a pair of Yeezys, will do that. Um, but the people who legit just b- was buying them because they liked it, the shoe, or they just really was feeling it, they won't. Um, but this is the thing, though. There are a lot of white people who stand with white people who stand with Kanye. There yeah. are a lot of he has a lot of white supporters because guess what? He's saying what they're afraid to say. What people don't understand is. You cannot speak about the Jewish community, whether you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Haitian. No matter who you are, you cannot speak out about those people because white people usually come and they speak with a bullshit. Now, they say everything about us. They can get on TV, march, because this is the thing. They they was down there marching with tiki torches, right? They caused all that crap in Charleston, right? But these people weren't labeled as terrorists. They weren't canceled. They were so bold. They didn't even have masks on. They didn't even lose their jobs. 
Yeah. But the moment you say something that the Jewish community feels like is anti-Semitic, you're done. Your ass is grass. So if one of those people had walked down there with tiki torches to the Jewish community center, all of them would have lost their jobs the next day. But as long mm -hmm. as you're doing it to black and brown people, it doesn't matter because what we're not I mean consider a whole person. We ain't got no pool. We don't have no power and we don't have no togetherness right. because we're 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 the biggest the powers in the money. Our dollar, we spend the most. We, we spend the most in the country, we so we got consumer. the money. All we are is consumers. That's it. As long as you remain a consumer and not a producer, you can get mad all you want. But I know if you need me for the shit that I got, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I know you still got to come over here and get these. Yeah, that's why, H that's why H&M ain't March, canceled. That's why March, Gucci ain't canceled. Right. Like the, we, we have, the coolest have, monkey, the cool, the coolest monkey in the jungle. Jungle. Yeah, we have a, a little bit. That was yeah, never we forget have an unlimited spectrum of things against the BIPOC community. We have an unlimited list of shit that they've done mm. around uh, against black and indigenous and people of color. Mm -hmm. The problem with it is one, they killed off most of the indigenous people, sent them west, gave them casinos. Mm. All right, y'all shut the fuck up. It ain't even enough for y'all to make noise. Mm. And then when you get the people of color, it's a wrap. We can't stick together for shit. The only time we want to, the only time we want to march is when it's them against us. Right. That is it. We don't even want to march when it's us against us. Right. Like I'm not a big proponent on the the uh, the black on black crime narrative. Whatever 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 part of the world you live in, there's Asian on Asian murder. There's right. Asian, like there's there's Australian on Australian crime. There's mm -hmm. European on European crime. There's African on African crime. Like the term black on black crime is ridiculous. That's, that's an American term. It's perpetuated. It just look like animals. It's, it's very valid, but the problem with it is, is we don't take it serious within our community. That's it's true. a valid problem that we need to address. But we're so busy arguing with them about it being a racist term. Why y'all always got to say black on black crime? All right. Well, even if they stop saying black on black crime, guess what? That nigga still killed that nigga. What you going to do about it? You know, we don't march unless it's white people against us. Yeah. Why we can't march against the nigga down the street? Like, we so fucking quick to, and I've said this before on the podcast, we so quick to tell, to say free that nigga. You in my head. <laughs> we so quick to say free that nigga instead of but it's so, not even that. So not do that. Just but do then that if man. a white man come into our community and kill a black man, we talk about stop the violence. You know why? Right. Because that shows who we really fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they put it, that in us though. But you know what? That is so Everett, that is so crazy that you said that. It really does show who we fear. And it was so crazy because I was watching this. Um, I think it was Phil Donahue. And I was watching an episode with um, Louis Farrakhan on there. And he said mm -hmm. that he's like, it's so crazy because white people fear us, but we don't have a history of violence against right. white people. And they have a history of violence against us. And that resonated because it was like, because we're afraid. <laughs> we're afraid to step up and say, listen, you can't come and hurt us. Because we're gonna do this to you back. Right. No, we're not. Because like, we're afraid of the consequences. Right. right. We're afraid of the consequences. And um to also speak to what you were saying about the um black on black crime or the crime, let's say the crime within our community um committed by others that look like us. 
I do hate the term black on black crime because yeah. white people kill white people for insurance money, you know? Right. It, it happens all the time. Um, this is the thing. Life insurance policy. <laughs> this Even is the thing. This is, this, is, this is my thing. Like, we can't we can't we can't stop the violence in our neighborhood because we're too afraid to speak up against it because yeah. it's the people who are popular who are out here and they're hypnotizing our younger kids they out here and they got the rims on the car and they they're walking out with the gucci belts the grills the the chains and these are the guys that the young men and the young women look up to they inspire to be like these guys and our community is so sickened would label the successful black men, young black men as nerds, as squares. Don't be like him, he's lame. And that's why we haven't gotten anywhere. That's why the crime rate in our community is still so ongoing because too many young black boys aspire to be like the D-boy or aspire to be like the boy who got the chains. And if you can't get it legitly, now you gotta go stick him up for what he got. And it was so crazy. I seen something the other day, right? Uh, I cannot remember who said it. I'm sorry. I just wanted to put something. Because he did cut her off. All right. It's okay. Because <laughs> converse, conversation be good, and I don't want to miss my point, so I like interject, and then I, hey, go ahead. Finish, finish. what you were saying, Allure, please. Before you were really interrupted by um, Brandon Podfather here. Call him Brandon. <laughs> Damn, that's how you going to do me, Bobby? No, I'm I'm, I'm going to hurry wrap it up because I was getting long with it. But what I was just trying to say is basically <laughs> – it has to start in our black households. We have to teach our children that it's okay to not fit in. It's okay to be different. It's okay if you're if you don't speak uh, slang. I got teased a lot because of how I sounded. We have to teach our our young black kids that if you take something, if you go and break into your neighbor's house, say you're gonna your neighbor's house, you steal the TV, put up on your wall. You can't sit and be proud of that. You didn't earn that. And people will rob their neighbors in our community and sit. And put that TV on their wall or put that stereo system in their house and they bring their friends over and brag about it. If we teach our kids that hard work is the key and us loving each other, then I think we'll have less black on black crimes, as you guys say. But that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree. I think um, the point that I was going to make earlier, can you get around, son? Or? Oh, no, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> Would you better go take the dog out? Yeah. Just come this way and step on the couch. I was about to step on my part of the couch. Um, the point that I was gonna make. <laughs> um, so ghetto. Shit, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. These niggas always be they be picking on me. <laughs> oh shit. Now nah, we got way off a of topic. We are also the Tangent Kings as a group. We are a group. That's one of our group AKAs, the Tangent Kings. He be doing that. Who is E? Y'all niggas said, be going right on them tangents with me. You take us there though. You start them. And y'all be going right along with me. You take us away. Y'all act like y'all don't enjoy me. Like pause. Allura, um, what were you saying? She just said she was. I, I, I finished. I passed the mic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Niggas, <laughs> we did all that preacher. We did all that preacher, <laughs> and then we turn around and call each other the n word. Y'all crazy. <laughs> What's your man's on? E? Oh Jesus! 
<laughs> before we go next, before we go, um, real like real quick stuff, right? Is there right. anything that you won't touch on on your podcast? I no, there's not anything I won't touch on. Ooh, nothing off limits. I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I'm at this point where if you cancel me, I don't give a shit because uh, I won't be silenced. That's the problem with America. We, 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 <laughs> we, we're, we're all about her, um, talking about the um the, the Russia and Ukraine situation, and we definitely skip right past this. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. We ain't shit. Her podcast go right into it. But you know what? I I think a lot of the or when we first started this, we kind of agreed that we were never going to talk about current issues. Topic, yeah. Well, we weren't supposed like to we topic. went a good fifty episodes before we start talking about current shit. Mm. Like we was just talking. We didn't want to be dated. Like yeah, because when you go back and listen to an episode that focuses on current topics. Mm-hmm. It's time stamped yeah, it's like, with whatever was going that. on at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, in the yeah, like it's good at that moment, but five years from now, our current topic episodes are going to sound dated because we were talking about what was ever was going on at that time. Yeah, like, but, but you also have to view it like this, like how I talked about cancel culture. That was almost a year ago. And look at a circle back around to it. Yeah, and we're still dealing with it. And then the Russia, that's almost a year ago. We're still dealing with that. That's going to be something that's just ongoing. So, yeah. you know, but but I agree, you have to stick with what's passionate for you guys. And for me, politics is it. <laughs> oh, okay. Very pas- passionate about that. We definitely could get into that. Uh, what else was the other? Oh, this is a two part question, right? What do you wish you knew about podcasting before you did your first episode? And what do you think is the best thing that you've learned since then? Oh, let's see. Uh, StreamYard for show. (laughs) Um, StreamYard and. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think what I learned is more so just go with the flow. I think I was kind of really nervous, like my first few podcasts. Um, and oh, the one thing I learned that I didn't think coming into this, I was going to have so many people giving me pushback. But what I learned is that uh, it, it's just fuel. It's fuel for me to keep pushing. It's fuel for me to keep going because I know that I'm striking a chord somewhere within someone. They're hearing me, whether they like it or not, they are hearing me. And one day the message that I'm trying to get out might just sink in. Right. Yeah. All real shit deserves pushback. True. I feel like if you don't get no pushback, you're not really talking about nothing. Right. If you ain't got nobody hating, then what are you talking about? You ain't doing it right. Right. Somebody got to hate. Also, I think I would be um, not so shy and uh, reach out to more people, interview more people. Because when I first started, I was I was like nervous to be in people's inbox. Now and I just be like, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm you. Want to come on my show? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go hold you. I'll be a whole thought in them damn DMs. Hey. <laughs> man, I'll be double texting niggas. Nah, did you see my last message playing? I know you've seen it. It said you've seen it. Go ahead and respond to me. Nah, I'll be thirsty as hell in the DM sometimes. It depends on who it is, though. It depends on who it is, for sure. 
Because I've definitely hit like some high, like I'm talking about people with like millions of followers. I've hit niggas like, and they look at the message and just skate on through. I mean, but Paul. you only do it for people who you feel like can add actual value to and content to the pod. You ain't gonna just do it for just because a nigga got a blue check or yeah, for sure. Right, right. I did hit uh, I hit Stally the other night. Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the home team. Yeah, yeah. So, Ohio. Yeah, that's Ohio. You know, Ohio. He's been through an interesting transformation in his career. Yeah, so. and I did, that's why I want to talk to him about. So, but he no. ain't even look at the message, so. Um, <laughs> he probably won't at all. I get that a lot too, but you know what? I take it as a grain of salt. I'll be like, you know what? This isn't what God wanted me for right now. God yeah. has something else for me. It, That's the journey. Right. Maybe right. I'm gonna hear RJ Payne DM. You know any? You know any sex therapists, Laura? I would really like to have a conversation with a sex therapist. CL knows one. Well, she knows some sex people. It ain't a month month thing. I just like. I'm I know. Yeah, pretty much anything, pretty much anything sex related. My girl CL, she could probably help you in that direction. I know. I'm more so, yeah. See, <laughs> got no ass. So. <laughs> I love you, CL. Oh shit! Oh, that was funny. Oh damn. Uh. <laughs> so I think. I hope her man cuts you off for that. Something that we all have in common, right? I think that we've all done Uber. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Everybody's done Uber? Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Give me your worst Uber experience. Ooh. White people. Damn. Damn. <laughs> As a whole? <laughs> the, I, picked, I picked up four or five of them. Damn. Outside this bar north side. They start arguing and all this old shit. I take them to wherever they gotta go. This white dude gets out my car and slams the shit out of my door. <laughs> oh, I was on fire. I that was my last night. That was my last night. My, my Uber experience lasted all of eight weeks. Damn, it damn, that's it. Eight weeks, and it wasn't even consistent. It would just be all right. I ain't doing nothing. Is that with the Nissan? Yeah. Yeah, just just put my vehicle history out there, won't you? But, Damn, yeah, <laughs> it's um, stop mobile, right? Yeah, now nah, the new one is definitely the stop mobile. Damn, the new one got more space. That's definitely the stop mobile. I, 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 uh, yeah, it was <laughs> I, I, overall for the at least at the time. I don't know what the compensation is now, but for the money and the experience and the headache that I had to deal with, I just found it. It, it, it wasn't worth this, it. This ain't worth it. I'm this taking motherfuckers it. to the airport for. 20, $15. What? What? <laughs> what hours was you? You was doing it during the day? Yeah. Mostly. yeah That's why you got, you got yeah, you got to do it at night, dude. But that nighttime is when that bullshit starts. Nah. You got to be somewhere with that surge. You shit. really don't. Like I said, this was five, six years ago. So That's when I started. Overall, I, just, I was like, you know, it's not worth it. At least for me. I'll, no. Fuck, fuck, fuck that shit. Drunk people and talking to death. And <laughs> I got, I got goofy shit. Like, I, I, like it's, it's too late to be dealing with this. Like, I'm better than this. I'm, I'm better than this. He too good for this shit. I'm too good for Uber. <laughs> you say you're too good for I'm Uber? Good for side money. Yeah. Talk about ever. Yeah. Yep, I'll make, I'll make do another way. I, I wait, wait, wait. You, are you saying you're too good to ride in the Uber? No, we was doing... You er, say he's too good to drive it. Drive it. 
Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> shit that I had to deal with and some of those people. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm better than these people. Nah. It's, I, I think it's harder for men to do ride share. It's easier for women as far as money-wise. Because for me, I did do Uber and Lyft for a while. Um, like... <laughs> It's just like when you do lift, like you have to, or Uber, you have to make sure your hair is dead, your makeup's done, you smell super good, you got you got to show a little skin. Unfortunately, and really? that's how <laughs> that's how we like you got to make your money. You you're making tips, but most of my male friends, like Dennis, like Dennis talks about this on the channel. Like he's like, girl, what I make, he has to work like he has to work full twelve hours. I can get online, make five hundred dollars in like four or five hours. And he has to do like 12, 12 hours. Cause like I told him, I was like, I'm gonna work three days a week, you know? And I didn't make like $1,200. And he's just like, see, that's because you're a woman. And I'm like, God, Lee, dang, it's really hard out here for the men. It's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, hard out here. just drive with our dick out. Nah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I mean, in the middle of the night, you can actually get that off. What's your yes, worst? Uh, what's your What's your worst Uber experience, Alora? Um, me picking up a husband and wife couple, and the guy is like talking you, you to like me. You want to come home with us? No, he no, it wasn't like that. The wife, like, he was just mad drunk. But the questions, like, he would ask me, like, I hate talking in my Uber. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I just want to ride in silence and get you there. But when they talk, you have to engage. And he's just like talking politics and I don't want to talk politics with him. And then he's like, what are you, a, a Democrat or a Republican? I'm like, I'm an independent, you know? And he's like, oh, you need to be a Democrat. And I'm like, in my head, like, why? Cause I'm black. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's get off this subject. His wife can see I'm uncomfortable. She says, she don't want to talk about that. And then he's like, oh, you got kids? I'm like, yeah, I got seven. He's like, oh, you must got some fire. And I'm just like, wow. Ah. Okay, now I don't want to talk no more because now I'm mad because I'm like, oh, are you serious? Like that's really and your wife next to you, and I'm looking at her in the mirror like, bro, you ain't gonna say nothing. You're okay with this? Nope. And then I get them to their destination, and he acts like he's trying to thank me, and then he reaches like through like the backseat as he's getting out and touching my, you know, my bosom, and I, what? <sighs> my bosom, and I. I wanted to kill him. Yeah, I, just, I thought you said pussy. Oh, uh, oh no! You grabbed that for Grab a pussy. Yeah. No. That's no. Not I, man, listen. She I wanted to kill that man. I cried because, like, I was like, I told my husband I felt so violated. Yeah, that's the end of I my life right there. I didn't know how to respond. I I didn't know how to act. I'm like, in a Caucasian, if I act like a whole nigger out here right now, I'm going. I'm going to jail. So I had to, you know, deal with that, and I was like, but since then I haven't drove. That he was the reason why I stopped driving. Damn. Mm -hmm. My worst experience. Um. So I, I had a couple of them. Um. My I'll give you my two worst. Um. One. Uh. It was like New Year's Eve, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna get some money tonight. I'm just go down, right. go downtown to the banks, just. Post up there, y'all you know I mean drop all the drunk white people home because they be out in Westchester and shit. You know I mean, that's cool. easy 30 40 bucks a trip, uh, a trip, right? A so, trip. so, anyway, uh, my first um, first trip of the night, 
I get down there, I get this group of like four people. No, yeah, four people. It's three guys in the back seat and the and the girl in the front next to me. So um we driving or whatever and they talking and laughing and all that other shit. And then um all of a sudden um the girl stops talking. Um, she just like suddenly stops talking. And one of the guy friends like, hey, yo, you all right? I look at her, I'll say, oh, you good? You all right? She she just just blank face, don't say nothing. Just <laughs> Exorcistial shit. Man, it, it didn't get on me, but it was all over the seat. It was all over the seat belt. Like just, it was, it was everywhere. And um, I got, and, and it was cold. It was like freezing cold. It was like single digits outside. So the, so the vomit instantly like froze to the seat belt. Oh, that's disgusting. it was. It was bad. So I bad. got them to work, huh? Don't just bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm done with that. Um, so we were like right there. I got them where they needed to go, or whatever. And the guys was like, "Hold on, man, just just hold on real quick. We'll help you clean it up." And I still reported it to Lyft, and they gave me hundred and fifty dollars for it. So, it, but that was the end of my night. And my first ride was my <laughs> last ride. Like, I made hundred fifty dollars, but how I have to do it though? Uh, my second one. Excuse me. Uh, my second one. It was this white guy. Um, I pick him up. He gets in my car. He say, oh, shit, I know you know where the good, good shit at. Where the fire run? Where the cocaine at? I put his ass right out of my car and ended my night. Yo! No he, no, he said, you black. I know you know where the drugs at. Where the cocaine at? I, get the fuck out of my car. Nah, for real. Over. Definitely get out of my car. Right. Or they'll try to, or or like the males, they'll be like, oh, you might as well just end. I'll go ahead and give you $150 right now. You just come kick with me. Like, excuse my language. Bitch, you think I'm a prostitute? Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, period. Yeah, and that's that's what you have to deal with being a woman. And yeah, my husband's my, like, uh, my worst one was a combination of Shorty thought that we was on a bang bus and she thought that you should have went. I was 50. You what? She thought I was 50. 50? She thought you was 50? 50 like 50 old. cent or 50? 50 years old. 50 years oh. old. You thought you was an old ass man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fucked up. You look old as shit. I and I don't. That's the fucked up part. I don't know. So it's a little young girl, right? He needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> young girl she got in the car it's like two o'clock in the morning right we driving up the street she lived like 25 minutes away so i'm like all right and it's surge and it was one of those surges where it was like an event going on oh shit so it was like ten dollars just to get in the car damn and then i got like 25 30 on the back end of that and she tipped me by the end of the night you know, sometimes like my tips don't come in to the next morning because mm-hmm. they're in that shit and not paying no attention. Ah, okay. So I think total that night, or just her, I think total I made like 70 bucks because she tipped me good as fuck by the time she got out the car after all the bullshit she put me through. Damn. So she get the car, she in the back seat. I'm a talker, right? 
I'm I, I've always been a talker. That you know what I'm saying? I we hold know. a conversation with anybody. So she get in the car and we talking and we chilling and she just asking questions and you know what I'm saying? We having just a, a decent normal conversation, right? So especially in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, you can't really see in your mirrors. Right. So I'm looking, I can kind of see her head, but really that's it, right? So uh we end up hitting traffic because of whatever event was going on. I look in the back seat. Shorty ain't got no pants on. She in the back with one leg like up on the seat and the other leg right here, like playing with herself while she's talking to me. You should have went. <laughs> I'm not risking my marriage for that. We're in jail time. Right. So I'm like, nah, nah. If she's in the back seat, you don't know which if she doing stuff like that, she probably got all the stuff. She wanted you to see, she with it. She definitely wanted me to see, but she, she didn't call attention to it. Because nah, I that. swear she to God, did. I don't know how long she was doing it, bro. Like, we was having a con- like a normal conversation. Mm. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys a question, because I want to know. Because, like, I don't know if you guys think like women. So, for me, that's like a red flag. Like, if I see a guy who is, like, always in a woman's face or doing something too extra, talking about sex too much, I'm all, my mind automatically thinks, like, he has an STD or he has HIV. That's a girl thing. It's a girl thing, so you guys don't her doing that. You don't think about who else car she's done that in, or no. If I'm a go, if I'm a go, I'm a go because as a man, we don't get that. We don't get that sexual openness from women as often as y'all do. Okay, half of it is like, yeah, I know I'm handsome. He said, he said, speak for yourself. I, I, I know I'm handsome. That's what she's supposed to do. Damn. But the other half is like, this could be a setup. And it's like, it's, it's like, it could be a little setup y. So it's it's a judgment call. It's like, he's uh, single. Don't listen to that nigga. I, I don't know. And he got all the hope. Yeah. I, I am I am a church. You don't Christian. get. He, he I don't, I don't do wrong for a reason. Lord, you heard one of his AKAs. He say, "I get the mother and the daughter." <laughs> I mean, it's just a figure. Of speech. Look, no, no. Go to church. I take him to church. You, you, have you seen his eyes? They're they're like hazel. <laughs> have you seen his calves? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust no hazel eye man. You got amazing calves. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the beard. The beard butter. The beard yeah. says it all. Uh, <laughs> the beard and the waves. Take yeah, the hat off, take e. hat off e. Show the show, waves off. Show the waves off. Show the willies. Pause. <laughs> oh, see, see, those are things. Those are things that impress. Just you know, I ain't gonna say regular women. Like I want to hear you talk. I want to hear you talk. That's what's gonna get me going. For me, I, I need to hear your intellect and how you think. I don't really care too much about appearances. You know, you have to be. You gotta be clean. Of course, clean. But looks is. That's that that don't matter. Can I hold a conversation with you? Thank you. Thank you. Can we make money together? Those are the things I worry about. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, back to my point. Like Everett is a single man. In my mind, as a like as a as a married man, Mm -hmm. right? Oh you stupid. (laughs) (laughs) As a married man, when women hit on me, right? There's never like that. It's not often that there's a sexual undertone to it. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you just said. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get like you that. said, you know what I'm saying? I want to know your goals or I want to have a conversation with you. Or, you know what I'm saying? Women need to be stimulated mentally more often than not. Mm-hmm. For men, we want to be stimulated physically. Mm. No. So, in a, like, the older you get, the, the more it changes. But if you were to see a woman that was sexually ambiguous, <laughs> Like, I still agree with what he said. It could be a half and half thing. It could be a setup. It could just be, nah, like, I'm the shit. Like, every man thinks he the shit. That's true. So every time a man sees a woman acting overly sexual to her, half of his brain will be like, nah, nigga, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Look at me. Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> but in a logical mind it's like nah this is not normal because women right. don't normally naturally do that right so right. yeah only really ugly women yeah you stupid as hell wait what <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry the facially 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 challenged yeah what you wouldn't date a, a woman who is not the prettiest What'd you say to her? You wouldn't date someone who isn't like the prettiest? I like she was mid, as my son says, mid. I love a mid. I love a <laughs> mid girl. <laughs> so that's a no. He said date, no. That's a no. Wow. Recreation. Wow. You don't like a medium ugly girl? No. Said it. Uh, they work harder. So you want a baddie, baddie? No, not that either. It, they, I, I have to find you appealing. Like you can't just, you know. Well, she might not be medium ugly to you. Yeah. I, I know what I like. It, it just. She could be medium ugly to everybody else. She might be beautiful. Picky. I mean, well, that's your thing. That's your thing. Ever picky? I have to want to see you and want to look. I have the one to see you. I get it. Whoever wants to do uh, I guess women, I guess women women we think differently. Like I've dated some guys who weren't the most attractive, but um they were uh the most passionate people I've ever just kind of you know experienced and just being around them, just talking to them, it was like okay, I can get past the looks. And then they they grew on me like it was it wasn't no more like okay that nigga ugly it was okay I like him you know I I grew to stop because I had this I had this bad habit of I dated nothing but light skinned men pretty eyes pretty hair and I was just like man they spend more time in the mirror than me we're fighting over hair gel like no I can't do that you know so my my mom was just like girl you so vain she's like. Maybe the love of your life is just an average looking person, or maybe you know you, you need to get out of self. And maybe when you get out of self, you can actually see others around you. And so I started doing that because I'm not acting like I'm a 10 or nothing, but you know, I mean, if you're not a 10, you, you're still gonna you have vain vanity, you know. We all think we're something on some type of scale, right? And um, the moment I started perceiving people for their inner beauty, it was the more um. I had good dealings and good relationships where these friends, these these relationships, even though they ended, it didn't end in hate. We're still friends to this day. I can call them up and be like, hey, listen, I need I need like a band. I can literally call and ask for a band and get a band, you know, and it was just I, I, I that was just like a learning curve for me. And um, I think my brother's kind of learning that because, Lord, 
Now, I gotta be the baddest bitch in the relationship. I knew she was watching. What's up, Bean? Facts. That's our, unofficial, that's our unofficial manager. Right. Our, our <laughs> official number one fan, our unofficial manager. Oh, so Podfather, I actually have a question for you. So I'm with it. How do you know when someone's flirting with you, being that you're married? Because you know, when you've been married for so long, like <laughs> <laughs> you be in the store, like I be in the store and someone's like having a conversation with me. My husband's like, they're flirting with you. And I'd be like, where? Like, do you ever find yourself in a situation where you don't realize someone's flirting with you? All the time. Yeah, okay. I um, mostly because I think me and you kind of share a lot of the same characteristics. Mm -hmm. I'm a talker. Right. So people holding conversations with me. I'm just with holding a conversation. Yes. So by the time I'm done and my wife will look at me and she'd be like, so you just going to flirt with that bitch? I was like, I was flirting? I didn't know she was flirting with me. So yeah, I get into a lot of, I get into a lot of conversations like that, especially um, at restaurants, not as much in like grocery, or not grocery stores, but like uh, retail stores and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Not as much. But uh, I've definitely got it from like cashiers. I've got it from waitresses. Um, I, I've definitely, I've definitely had to have that conversation on the ride home mm. before. Wow! Like, I you know, girl was flirting with you. I was like, damn, was she? Like, I don't know. My radar is off. <laughs> right. I learned now. Now, when when someone speaks to me, I hurry up and look to the ground. Like, okay, how you doing? I'm not giving no eye contact. I'm not trying to have more than a three-second conversation. I am moving it along. So that's that's what I'm trying to do. I and thought about it, but I don't. I mean, it's never it's never interfered in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a quick conversation. Hey, you know that girl was flirting with you. I'm like, oh damn, was she? I ain't paying no attention. Mm -hmm. Oh okay, and then it'd be kind of over after that. Yeah, I think that's more so for me, though, because I feel like um, I do talk a lot. And I feel like, like you said, like when you, when you love to converse, it makes your spouse feel like, oh, you definitely farting back when you just like, oh, my God, somebody else is talking to me. Because, you know, sometimes when you your spouse, they look at you every day, they're with you every day. So they don't want to hear shit you're saying because you done probably told them the same story a million times. Yep. So when you you get out and you hear someone else talking and it's something that you're interested in. And y'all start connecting like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, it's like it's not necessarily flirting. I don't want to run off with this person. It's just yeah, I'm having fun. Anime or sports or. Right. Superhero. Like, it's a couple things where it's like, oh, no, nah, we talking, talking now. Right. Like, we right. about to be talking for a little bit. Right. And it's fun to, to find other people who are into the things that you're into because it is a rarity. It really is. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, me and me and Bobby actually, I think on Blurred's one, we talked about that. Um, about when we were younger, especially as black men, mm -hmm. like how weird it was growing up being nerds. Because yeah, we in the black community, we were looked at as nerds. Mm -hmm. Like, uh nah, y'all ain't cool. Y'all stay over there with the white people and that the emos and the you know what I'm saying, y'all stay over there. So we both kind of grew up with that kind of outsider mentality. Yeah, I did so. And then by the time you grow older and like now it's super accepted and everybody loves it. 
and it's like, well, damn, where the fuck was y'all at when niggas was calling me weird right. for watching Dragon Ball Z? And you like, know, niggas so- calling me weird for running like Naruto when I was fucking 10, 11 years old. Like, right, right. And it was harder for me to actually date because, uh, not the not to sound, you know, offensive, but, you know, like, the black men that I wanted to date, that I was weird, like, it's like, nah, you childish, you like to watch anime, like, they just weren't yeah. into me, because it was, like, so, I was, I always drew in, you know, the people who match my energy, like, the, you know, the nerdier guys, like, that's why I always dated kind of, like, the nerdier dudes, and um never really ever had experience with, like, a thug, per se, once, once, and my mama told me, girl, <laughs> that is not something that you're ready for. And but that's see, not really exist when we were younger. Like, there <laughs> weren't black women, girl nerds when I was younger. Like, there were no girl nerds oh, at my school. Like, the nerds that there were were white girls. Right. Like, there mm-hmm. were no nerdy black girls when I was younger. Right. Like, most of the kids I hung out were the gothic kids. Yeah. Like, the gothic kids was lit, though. They were. They were. Wait, you're from Youngstown, so maybe you know Seth, Chris. Oh, no, I'm from down here. Oh, you from down here? Oh, okay. Listen, these gothic kids lived in the hood, okay? They lived (laughs) off of Avondale on the south side of Youngstown, and they threw the best parties. (laughs) The best. (laughs) Like, they would be out there doing some crazy stuff, like, for real. And I mean, I hung out with, you know, I hung out with the troublemakers in the neighborhood, too. I did. I started because my cousins, my cousins, they I, I'm the white cousin of the family. That's what they call me, the white cousin. So <laughs> it's all right. They call me the white person in my relationship. Yeah, like because when I met, because like when I met my mom's side of the family, like the way because my aunt and uncle raised me. So like when I met my mom and them, uh I talked weird to them. Like, so yeah. there's days where I you hear you me enunciated switch tones. your words. And right. So there's days like I switch tones like Right now, like I'd be like, sound black for a second. <clears throat> sound black. Right? <laughs> Even my black voice swing. I think that's my black voice right here. I think this is my black voice. So, yes. <laughs> so I had to get like, yeah, like, so I had to get like deep in my voice a little bit and talk like them because if I didn't, like, I would get beat up. Like, my cousin yeah. beat me up so much until I actually was just like, because I could fight other people in the streets, but I couldn't beat my cousins. It's like, yeah. my aunt told me, like, that's a whole different breed, girl. <laughs> Code switching. We we covered right. that. We covered that a few months ago. Code switching. <laughs> like, if you grew up as a nerd, especially as a as a black nerd, if you grew up as a nerd, you learned how to code switch. Like, right. you grew up watching anime and all that good shit and you know what I'm saying? Speaking with punctuality and all that. And then you get a taste of the hood. And you'd be like, oh, these niggas might kill me if I don't talk like them. Mm-hmm. So we try to fit in with them. And then it's like, yeah. all right, now I know all the slang. Now I know how to do this. Now I know the secret handshakes. And you know what I'm saying? Like we, you make that, that's a good word. You make that adaptation so young you don't even realize that you're kind of shutting off a part of yourself mm-hmm. to be one to survive and two to be accepted by a group that don't really give a fuck about you right like if you were just being you they wouldn't even talk to you right well you might have got beat up a couple times but they wouldn't even talk to you if you didn't try to mimic what they were doing right so and you, 
it was so crazy because B Vaz, my co-host, I met him at summer camp. We were in summer camp. This one time summer camp? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I met him in summer camp and we had a blast together. And my aunt and uncle sold um, our duplex. We owned a duplex. They sold it, bought a house on Ravenwood in Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, They bought this house for a dollar, y'all. And let me tell you, flip the house. Like, yes, back in the day, they bought the house for a dollar. If you see the house now, you'd be like, wow. And we moved into that neighborhood. Every all the kids on the block thought we were rich. That's like, oh my God, y'all got the Batmobile because we had like a Trans Down. I think it was like a '93 Trans Down um, Gatterford Pontiac dealership. And they were like, oh my God, y'all must be rich. And I'm like, nah, we ain't rich, man. Like we live in average. But then I wasn't. I didn't understand the, kind of the struggles around me in that community, like that I had just moved to. And so I had to adjust really quickly because like my first week at that school, yo, they jumped me, like jumped me. And then my, I came home, I was like, oh, really? You know, it's not the family you come from. You better draw that with, with you know, out of you. And so I went back to school. Man, I caught all those women. I, I ain't going to use the B word. I'm trying to use the B word. I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to be better. I call all those women one one one, and that's when I realized, oh, I could fight. <laughs> yeah, that's when you find out too. When you actually, yeah, that's when you find out. Like, oh, okay, I didn't know I had this. It's either when you gotta get your get back or when you get jumped. That's the one. That's right. the you find out fight. I got jumped by the whole class, y'all. I ain't lying. I'm not. When I tell you the whole class jumped me, the whole class jumped me. Oh and yeah, I gotta fight you there. But you know what? It was partly my fault, though. It was partly my fault because uh when these dudes, when I came, was trying to crack jokes, and then I had realized, like I, I let me tell you, anybody who know me, you know I used to flame back in the day. Like you come for me, I'ma flame you, and I flamed him, not realizing half the class was his cousins. Another half was his neighbors, and they just jumped my ass up. Yeah, <laughs> they got their get back. Said, so, nah, you can't they get did. that up. I caught all of them one on one. I caught him, caught his brothers, caught his cousins, caught his girlfriend. I caught all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. I like so, that. And I, I, I gained the rep. I like, like that okay. energy. She, like got that. The, she got the hands. <laughs> so I think we got a few more for you, right? So I got, uh, y'all figure out what y'all want to ask her. I got something I want to ask. And I'm gonna start asking all the women this. Um, actually, I got two, right? Really, three. <laughs> where do you one? Where do you stand on women being treated equally, paid equally, feminism, that whole thing? Um, two, depending on your answer, do you want to be a princess or do you want to be treated equally? Um. And then three, do you think that women can objectively differentiate between attention from a man that thinks she's sexy and attention from a man that will be willing to marry her? Oh, let me start with three, just because that's what you asked last. Three, yes. Women can differentiate. I can't announce it today. Uh, And I'll be drinking as well. I'm tipsy. Okay. Okay, because I normally don't be drinking. I'm trying to keep it together, y'all. Yes, yes, women can. Um, and but most of the time they're blind. 
they're blind and they choose to be blind on purpose. Um, most women, um, they stay in relationships that they know is not going in, going anywhere because of the hopes of they can change that person. Um, this person has uh, um, potential or if I love this person enough, they'll love me enough to marry me. But if it isn't within that person to marry or marriage isn't something that they believe in, there's no change in their mind. So men often tell us what they want, always. You all always tell us what, is, what you want. It's just whether we listen or not. The thing is we're always listening, but we're not actively listening. So we hear it, but then we drown it out. So y'all hear, but y'all y'all hear us, but y'all ain't listening to what we're saying. Yeah, because it's the thought process, and women don't want to admit this. And women be coming for me, man. They be coming for me. <laughs> it's, you know what? We like accountability on this podcast. So yeah, <laughs> it's it. But I, I'm I'm guilty of it. I had a relationship that one thug I dated. And my mama told me it was not for me. I knew that he was not the type of person who could be in a relationship with me. You know, I um, I was very different from the type of women that he talked to. I knew what he liked it. And I believe that if I can act that way, that it would make him want me more. But it didn't because he knew that wasn't me. He knew I was putting on the show. I was wearing a mask for him. And right. at the end of the day, if he was going to be in anything with me, I was going to have to take that mask off at night. And then who was I going to be? I was going to have to be me. And that's not who we wanted. Yeah. And women, we ignore that. So I had to learn that after my cousin beat him up. So I don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really did. I, that was that was the first relationship where um, I learned to read men. And thankfully, I wasn't like in love or nothing. You know, I've only been in love once in my life. Thank God. And um. I married, married the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, I married the love of my life. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. And um, but do I want to be treated like a princess or do I want equality? I your answer this really kind of answers the first question too, so you can go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to be treated like a princess. Um I I'm a traditional. I, I, so guys, I literally don't have to really work. I haven't really worked the job in, I don't know how many years. Like my husband's the main provider. When I do lift or DoorDash or something like that, it is for like my hair, extra, you know, extra stuff I want to do. If I want to do something with my girls and I just want to blow a check, that's when I get out there and earn a little bit of change. And so with that, I believe in playing my position and my position is to make sure that he's accommodated. So I know I get, I'm telling you, man, my, my girl's been on my case. Um, but keep him honest. Keep him like, honest. <laughs> when my husband comes home, I like to have dinner done. I cook, I clean. Um, if he tells me it's something that he doesn't like, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to hear him out. You know, I'm not going to say I always, oh, I'm going to say obey, but I always listen. But I listen to his feelings on things and I take it into consideration. And I always like to come to like a middle ground with him, you know. So you don't, and, you, you don't obey, but you're compliant. Yes. Yes. I'm compliant because 
I, I have to realize it's not just me in the relationship. And in, in order to keep this relationship going, you, you have to sacrifice. And sometimes you have to sacrifice self. Often we bring pride into the relationship, um, outside pride. And what I mean by outside pride is the pride of our former selves and how we connected ourselves before we were married or in a committed relationship. And often sometimes that still rises and I have to check myself and I'm like, girl, it's not just you anymore. Because sometimes he'd be saying something to me like, I remember one time he's like, girl, if you don't just do it. And I look at him like, who the fuck you talking to? I'm talking to me. Like, hey, me. Nah, he ain't talking to me. And then I check myself real quick and I'm like, okay, girl, that man does everything that you ask. Get your behind up. Go do this because he deserves that. You know, and it's not always peaches and creams. I tell people that like marriage is work. There are days where we might not talk. There's days where, um, you know, I might be mad at him. He might be mad at me. We have disagreements, but in the midst of those disagreements, I give him his space. He gives me my space. And that gives us time to calm down. That gives me time to say, okay, I understand where you're coming from, but I need you to understand where I'm coming from too. And this is where we make our compromises. And that's how we've been able to be together for so long. Um, how long have y'all been together? You said 16 years? Uh-huh, 16 years. We've been married, married 16 or together 16? Together 16. We've been married for eight. Um, next year, it be nine years. I'm and going on. Yeah. We are each other's first love. Yeah, I'm like, going on 15 together in January, 10 married in April. Nine married. Nine married. No, I was talking about me. My bad. Oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll be at 15 oh. and 10 next year. Wow, congratulations. So you know, but you understand firsthand, like it's it's compromise, it's work, it's not always pretty. It's um, not. Uh it, it actually brings me to another topic, really. Um, I know we kind of jumping all over the place here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. We be on the tangents. This is the I, No Jumper podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Tangent podcast. This is what I told you. We should have renamed this shit. Uh-huh. Um, Did you answer the other question, or it was just like it was? It was kind of intertwined with the Do you want to be treated like a princess, or do you want equality? Because okay. you can't have both. Yeah, I you can't. Know. You can't have both. You can't you be really equal and treated like a princess. <laughs> Yeah, you can't like, and that is so crazy because you have all these women. Oh who, shit! It's Luna's and Yuckmouth. Yeah, it's the same people. Yuckmouth and Luna's the, the same. Name? Yeah, it's a duo. I didn't know that. I never knew oh, there was a duo. Yeah, you hear me talking about? I like, got five hundred. There's two niggas. Yes, I didn't know that. You know that. I didn't know that. He ain't know, he ain't know that allure. I was born in the, I was he, born he, in the late eighties. I was born in the late eighties. So you got you gotta forget him. He's young. Man. Yeah, I know the song. I I know their big song, but I I never knew it was two niggas. Oh, bro. wow. Uh, anyway. Wow, <laughs> but what I was but what I was saying was equality and um princess don't go together and that's but but i'm gonna I'm I'm have to say this to you men out here you guys have to stop treating these women with the princess uh uh tiara relationship things and then you guys expect things from them because if you're going to treat this woman like a princess and then you get mad because she's not going to cook and clean and do these things because men they often get into these relationship with the girls that they call the baddies right and then they get later on, like two years into the relationship, they want this woman to perform. They want her to cook their lunch. They want her to cook dinner. They don't want fast food all the time. And it's just like, 
men, you guys have to stop getting into these relationships and expecting that you're going to get quality when you already say you're going to treat her like a princess. You can't set her up and say, I'm going to give, give, give and not expect anything in return. And then the moment you she you start return, expecting something in return, she's declining. And that's like, it's, what, it's what, like. What's, what's that line? Um. I forgot. You have a woman, a, a modern woman, expecting traditional values. Yes, yes. Yeah. I had stopped drinking. And it's 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 uh it's actually funny because that's kind of how me and my wife's relationship is. Like, we're both more on the modern side of things. She works, I work. She cleans, I clean. Mm. Like, I'm shit. I'm more of the cook than she is. I ain't even gonna say more of I'm the fucking cook of the house. Like, what? That must like, be nice. I'm the cook. So that must be nice. Any time of day, like uh when we first started this podcast, um we would have our um we would have our staff meetings in the middle of the week before we recorded. 95% of the time I was cooking when I talked to this man. Yeah, he was being Mr. Mom. Like I was yeah. cooking. Yeah, he That's dope. Yeah, just to cook. Type shit, he, he did one. He did one episode. He was outside grilling. Oh no, I did do an episode grilling. Yeah. Wow, that's dope. My husband cooked for me one. That was Fourth of July. It was. That was Fourth of our Fourth of July podcast. If you go back and watch that, I was. Grilling. I am. I'm actually gonna watch some episodes tonight. Oh, I'm a woman of my word. I, that's the one thing I am. I'm, anybody who knows me knows I stand on my word. I'm a woman Bobby, of my word. You, you, you are the historian on the podcast. What episode should she go listen to or watch? Ooh. Off the top of your head. Oh, um, you should definitely go back and listen to episode, episode six. six. That's um, where I cried on. Okay, let me. I'm um, texting that to myself. Nah, episode six was thick roaches. Um, that was, what that episode was, did I cry? That was I thought that's that what I cried like on. Episode seven or eight. No, it was like episode eight. You I don't even know the name of that. Um, listen to uh, watch 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 episode fifty. Um, that was our first was, Streamyard episode. Um, that, we did that with uh, no, that wasn't the that wasn't the battle episode, was it? Uh, no, I think that was 49. 49. Listen to episode 44, Bad Bitch. We laughed so hard at that episode. Oh, oh yeah. Everett is a bad bitch. That, that's what that episode is called. That was a good one. Right. <laughs> bad bitch. That was a good bad, episode. Bad. That was a I, <laughs> I know that we've been going for a long time, but I do have, I have, I, if you don't mind, I have questions for um, Everett and Bobby. Y'all go ahead. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good so every you can interview us whenever you feel like it. Right. So um if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Which one? Everett. I'm 37. You're 37? Okay. Um, why are you single? Uh it's a choice at this point. And um, um I'm single because I've realized the value of my commitment and I'm not so in a rush or eager to give it away. I I know what comes with it. And the value that I place upon it. So kind of like, you know, and plus I these days I just don't have to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. and I, I enjoy my freedom, you know. So your time. So you want more time to yourself to explore you? Uh absolutely. And and at one point I was like super busy. I nigga did explore every inch of his body. Right. single <laughs> 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 I I enjoy it. I mean, I spent about all together about 13 years in relationships and mm. 
I get that. It, it's like, whoo, the, yeah, the amount of that. work and sacrifice, like y'all said, sacrifice, the commitment, <laughs> the, uh, the, the shit that comes along with it, it's... Mm-hmm. It's. I'm amazed that I did it for so well, long, and long now I'm just kind of like, I don't want to know more. At this point in my life, I don't know, man. It, it, it would take a lot for me to actually uh, do that. I could have. I, I actually <laughs> really, I actually really respect that. Yeah. And also, most women ain't shit these days. So damn. Not facts. Not for real. Not for real. Nah, nah, women ain't shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you guys gotta explore out of your your area. You know, like like, I, like for example, I, what? like like what for example. So I think that sometimes where we are where we reside, we see so much of the same type of woman because they're in that environment. So when you're in the same environment, you're gonna influence each other. If this chick see her dressing this type of way and acting this type of way, next shit gonna act that type of way. Cause they didn't create a trend in that neighborhood or in that area. So you <laughs> might have to travel beyond and see how in other states, how women connect themselves. Like women down here in the South, they're known as Southern Bells. Now in Charlotte, they're a little ratchet. I'm not gonna lie, but in smaller cities, you are gonna find your traditional woman. You just have to know where to look. Good women are out here, just like good men are out here. Cause I hear women say all the time, men ain't shit, especially black men. And I be telling them all the time, like, no, it's your environment. It's the black men that's in your environment. You know, those men may not be shit, but there are a lot of what great black men. Out. I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah um so that that i, I forget y'all became off track <laughs> but no so it's just really it's just really because everyone thinks differently depending on where you're at and everyone say if you i don't know where you live maybe in your particular area the education system's really really horrible so the women around yeah. you may be ignorant and they may think it is cute to throw that ass back all the time. That's not cute. But then you may travel to a different city where a young lady understands that education is first. She understands that she needs to get this degree so that she could provide for herself and one day raise a family. Because in the South, most of these women, they're going after education first, family, and then anything that comes after that. Um yeah, so I, I don't want you to give up on hope and love, but I do understand that. I did say, like, if I is the worst ever happened and me and my husband separated i would take some years off i don't even think i would remarry right away i i know i wouldn't and i would want to find me so what you're doing is actually kind of healthy because you're discovering you you're going to understand what you're going to accept what you're not going to accept and what you can bring to a relationship and how you can help add value to that relationship because what people fail to realize when we get into relationships it is not 50 50 is 100 100 like i want to be able to give you more than what you had yesterday as you should do for me. And when we're able to build each other up, then we can actually build an empire. Then we can actually understand each other when we have taken the time to understand ourselves. Oh, so her bars. No, I like her. Bar. I like her. I love her. Also, one of my things is, is I, I always catch flack for this is because I feel like also another thing is relationships for women are mostly security and protection for men they're largely responsibility Mm -hmm. you know i don't think you can disagree i mean it's 
you embrace your role, but it's like, <laughs> mm. let's just say I'm enjoying my time in these streets right now. Give me uh, give give <laughs> your four characteristics. Now, when I'm ready to get back on the sidewalk, you meet the one. I'm telling you, and she gonna pop you. She gonna bop you right over the head. It's gonna be a total surprise. Ask Eve his four characteristics for a woman he would date. <laughs> what? His four characteristics for a woman he would date. What? Okay, what are they? Uh, the woman that I preside over, she must be feminine, submissive, <laughs> feminine, submissive, cooperative, and compliant. I will agree with that though. Like I, I, I'm. I feel like uh-huh, it ain't work, Brandon. You was trying to trigger it. No, I wasn't triggering her. I just wanted. To, I just. Trigger, I just like trigger. when he says it because I like when he says it because it's not bullshit. It's that not the embodiment not. of a traditional woman. It yeah, it is it's not an abundance of traditional women walking around. So when he says it, it sounds crazy in these new eras and times. That's not crazy for a man to want in a woman. It's yeah, it's it's not, but it's so sad because these young women they don't want that because you have I, I hate to sound this way because I sound like Candace Owens when I say it. You have women like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. They're making these girls see that it's easy to get money. It's easy to get attention if you just take your body and, and um, what's that Players Club line thing? Uh, use what you got to get what you want. And so when you when you're doing that and you you're throwing out all morality, you're throwing out all your morals. Yeah. Granny taught us to cover up. D- Granny taught us was done in it. Um, uh, be a lady in the street. Uh, you know what? You know. And women nowadays they don't have to abide by that because there's so many men. <laughs> there's so many men who are okay with. You might be the guy who want a traditional woman, but there are so many men okay with these women not being traditional. They're okay with just wifing up women who aren't going to be about family. They're going to be selfish. They're not going to want to add anything to relationship. They're going to want to take, take, take because they don't want to work hard. You know, and it's okay if you get a woman and you make her a housewife, but and making her a housewife, make sure that she's strapped. Make sure that she's armed, at least with education. Like I tell my husband, like, I don't have to work, but I have my education. I'm in respiratory therapy. I have other degrees. Because what if the worst happens to him? I need to be able to get out there and still manage this family. You know, it's it's okay to, you know, want to have the traditions, but still strap her up with some, some education. But again, you have to hold men, these rappers, and these female rappers accountable to the destruction of the traditional woman because it is taught that you no longer have to be, you know, a creature of a, of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Virtue. You no longer have to have virtue. We have women online, Muslim women selling it. Not, I'm not gonna say Muslim. God forgive me. Women online. It was it was just one woman who was a Muslim who particularly did that. I'm not gonna say Muslim woman. It was just one woman uh, selling her virginity. Like, when do where do we do that at? You know, it's okay. And then and then like we have so many mothers. Like I go to my kids' school. 
young girl's eyelashes, like this young girl in school is high school. She's like 14. She has no bra on. Her shorts are all the way up in her behind. Her hair weave is down to her butt crack. And it's just like, so this is where we're starting them off from. And then you hear the, you have the women on Facebook yelling, well, that's my kid. And if she want to do this, I'm gonna let her do it. But then when your daughter can't find a mate and you have to pick up the slack if she has a child out of wedlock, you're yelling and you're upset because wow, now I gotta I gotta play the role that a man should be playing in her life, you know? And I'm not gonna bl blame it on all the parents because these damn kids don't listen nowadays at all. Right. But we still have to train them. If you don't train them, then how would they know how to conduct themselves? You know, in the good book, it says teach them in the ways. And even if they sway, they're going to always remember. So I mean, if you teach your kids this one day is going to register to them because everyone has an aha moment. This is not how I should be carrying myself. But everybody right. wants the BBLs. Everybody wants the tummy tucks. Like I tell people like you don't get all this food. I don't give it. Nah, for real. <laughs> for real. Give me all that shit. All of it. That shit is you know? a head rest, baby. But I have faith in our women, though. It's just like with the trends. I, I think that it's starting to catch on again. Um, I think his name is Lil Baby. He said it. He said it best. He says... She don't know who Lil Baby is. Yeah, I, I think that's the name, Lil Baby. Um, He said... I He's tired of the women with the BBLs because everybody's bodies looks the same. Women are going to start really? catching on that there's no uniqueness. It used to be a thing of uniqueness uh, uh, with women. Now all of them are built like freaking Space Jam shoes and, you know, box I don't know. Like, they just all built the same. It's like, give me some unique. Like, built like Monstars. Yeah, Monstars. Yeah, I can't think of it. I knew it was like Space Jam. <laughs> but you know what I mean. No, like, that's a clip. We clipping that. <laughs> they built like Monstars. Right. I mean, and I think just just black men. Definitely the bad bitch story. And I'm 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 gonna shut up after this. Black men actually telling black women they're beautiful with all their flaws and as they are, because black women only do this because we think. I'm not gonna say me, but they think this is what black men want. But I had to learn. Like my husband told me, it's like, girl, you don't be needing no makeup. I'm like, well, babe, what my makeup look like right now? It's like, to be honest, I don't like it. Take it off. I'm like, bruh. He's like, nah. I like, it's so funny. You know? There's a lot of men that are out here telling women that they don't need makeup. And they be like, oh, well, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. I'm doing it because I think it enhances like my it. beauty. But then you find yeah. a man and the man be like, well, I don't like makeup. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. Like, I think a lot of women in today's culture don't understand that they're doing shit for men attention. In the same way, vice versa, I think men do a lot of shit for women attention, mm -hmm. but I think women are more um, oblivious to it. They are. Like, they, they try to act like they're not doing it for male attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, baby, you didn't get a BBL for yourself. For yourself. You yeah, didn't get BBL definitely not for yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you didn't, you didn't wear makeup for your, you, you, everything that a woman does, especially a single woman. Mm -hmm. Everything that a woman does is to attract a mate. It's primal. Yeah, I, I like mean, this isn't a, a a thought out process. Like it's primal. I, I, I want to attract a mate. So what are what are women looking for? Okay, women. I mean, right now it's winter, so they're looking for the big boy. So what's up? But uh, wait, but 
Nah, I'm talking shit. I'm not. I'm not risking my marriage, Bobby. Keep a lot going. Yeah, you got. Listen, I, I'll be the first one to say I lost weight because I I couldn't get bitches. Okay, <laughs> I knew I couldn't be out here fat and trying to date. What I, you trying to say? I'm trying to say nothing. I knew. Now we get bitches. If I lose her. weight, I'm gonna have more options. You're so stupid. Now, it's like a crime for women <laughs> to say, "Hey, I wear this for male attention and to get selected." It's like it's She's like so it's wrong for women to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. If you knew no one would see you ever, look at my tits. (laughs) And I and I agree with that sentiment because I know me like uh, originally I started losing weight because I said, well, I'm gonna be this uh, um, Instagram and TikTok personality. I sure I'm attracting men, but I'm gonna draw in more if I look a particular way, you know, and. Yeah, and it, it's unfortunate, but it is true. I know if I want to keep my brand going, I'm going to have to lose weight. I'm going to have to keep my body a certain way. But then I, I thought of it like this. This is a lifestyle change I should just make because it's healthy for me. And the benefit is I'm going to gain more subscribers. I'm going to gain more followers. You know, so if we look at it from that aspect, too, we can be honest with ourselves, but we can take that honesty and turn it into a positive. It doesn't necessarily have to be negative. And I think women see the negative side in that. So yeah. and if women said that, I don't think men would have too much of a problem with it. Mm. Yeah. If, men, if women were saying that, like, look, I do this because I feel like it makes me healthier or I think it'll make me healthier mm-hmm. or whatever, like whatever. Whatever you want to say you think it does, but to say that you're not doing it for men mm-hmm. is at this point a bold-faced lie. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we are doing it for the other like, the other sex. <laughs> exactly. And once you the problem that I have with women nowadays, and I think it goes around the board because we're all in the same era, but what and I don't even want to just put it on women, though, really. A lot of people will get in a relationship and they don't have the same energy that they had when they started that relationship. Whatever you me. did to get me, you got to keep doing that to keep me. That is true. Because once you stop doing that, I'm going to start looking for somebody that did what you were doing that got me. But then you did mm-hmm. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all relationships are transactional. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be there. Like, all right. love, it sound good, but Come on, mm-hmm. dog. I love a puppy. For real. Like, and we, we covered that too. Love is at the very bottom of why I'm still married. Yeah, it's it's loyalty, it's it's obligation, it's respect, right. trust, right. oh right. right, you know, love is at the bottom of that it's list the for children. Me. It's that love shit. That, that ain't enough. That ain't children crazy. is under love. Damn. You gotta understand you, you in order for you to love your kids, you guys gotta be okay. You guys got to be okay because I can wake up every day. If I don't fucking like you, it's going to affect the kids and it ain't good to stay. So you got to, you got to switch it up. Like ladies, if you got to go change the wig color and come in there with your maid outfit on, he just getting off of work and he expecting you to be downstairs looking a little bit of a mess. Trick that nigga. Trick him, okay? Have your ass upstairs in that bed with that cleaning outfit on, with that ginger, that ginger wig on, mm. ready for his ass. Okay. If he sleep, if he sleep, and he no. had to be at work an hour before he go to work, wake him up to some shaking bake. 
And that's how you keep them. But men have to do the same thing. But with women, it's not sexual. Men is more so sexual. Women, no, nah, you just come in. Like my husband walks in the house with some flowers. My heart's going to melt. I'm like, oh, look at this dude. He, he, okay, he thought about me. It's the thought. So women are different. But, you know. I mean, certain days, you know, we might want y'all to be like, <laughs> girl, wake that ass up. Yeah. You know, throw, him throw him against the wall every once in a while. Yeah, my husband likes that. He likes to get thrown against the wall. Let me quit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we like to be dominated sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We like a woman yeah. that take control. And, and women, sometimes we have to do that. And I think some women get into relationships and they're timid. Like once you're in a relationship and you married that person, bitch, What's it's time to get like, wild. It's time really? to get wild. That's what, that's it's time to get wild. That's exactly when it's supposed to come out. Once you yes. once you're together, you're supposed mm -hmm. to start going crazy, shorty. Right, right. <laughs> what, what what you like? Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's it's. I hate to say it, but whenever I did that, it's like I got the best behavior out of women when I didn't live with them. Like, like they were always obedient. That's because they were hoping if they acted right that you would live with them. Um, you would think that it works a certain way, but it just doesn't. It's like it goes back to my point. Whatever you did to get me, that's what you got to do to keep. Yeah, it's maintenance. Yeah, it's maintenance. and you get in a relationship get and you get comfortable and don't nobody do maintenance no more. Like motherfuckers don't, motherfuckers don't. Don't be in 50-year marriages and don't do maintenance. Whatever he or she was doing when they got married in 1972, that's what they doing today. You, you have to. Because if don't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the college and tricking. Nah, for sure. I'm <laughs> definitely tricking. Uh, books. You definitely start tricking. Eating a starfish, uh, <laughs> in your 60s? Yeah. Like, come on, shorty. You in your 40s. I'm I know you. You know what I'm saying? Look your, your trick bag go out. Biology books, biology books. You muted, bro. That, that, that's what your your um trick bag was like. Wow, bro, they need something. So, <laughs> wow. so I got ah shit, some little gas card or. <laughs> but you know what though, I'm not gonna lie though. Some of the best relationships are when you don't live together. My cousin and her husband don't live together. What? Wait, what? Yeah. Thank you. It, it keeps the I mean, they stay the night together. Fresh. Often, and they are definitely faithful to each other, but they don't live together, and they've been together over twenty years. So it all depends on the couple. I have to tend to my son. I'll be right back, guys. I'm moving okay, now. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm moving now. I think that's a great idea. No, nah, I'm moving now. <laughs> yeah, okay. You no, know you ain't. You're gonna cry as soon as you, soon as you leave. I miss everybody. Yeah, you're gonna be laying on that air mattress crying, man. <laughs> No, I definitely miss everybody. Yeah, for the first week you're gonna be playing the game in peace, but then you're gonna be like, man, who my wife at? <laughs> just see come back. Y'all ain't Thank shit, man. Y'all ain't got no faith in me. At, at all. We we really don't. I don't. I, I, I don't. let let that be known. I, I do not. No, I, you, I don't have any faith in you at all. You'll be back the first night, Brandon. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna last a week. Yeah. I doubt it. No, nah, you're I don't not believe y'all. What? I don't believe y'all. Hey, it's gonna hurt. 
hopefully you never have to find out. All well, right, because <laughs> it's definitely going to be bad. Matter of fact, sacrifice your marriage for the pot, bro. No. So I'm not doing that content. Oh yeah, I mean, anyway, yeah. you know how you know how it be when y'all make that content will be crazy. Motherfucking yeah. um, hurt Mary when she get hurt, her music be, be fire, right? Like her, all her songstresses be music be yeah. fire. Yeah, so her Brandon might be fire, fire. Yeah, yeah. remember Joe Podge? <laughs> he gonna get right after he him and Sam broke up. Yeah, we gonna get yeah, all seven days. Like, <laughs> nah, them shits. Nah, them shits was fire though. <laughs> the first couple pods after him and Sam broke up was fire. Yeah. Same thing with the pods after they broke after they broke up with Rory and Mo. Uh, the first couple pods was fire. I don't know. I I, I haven't went back to it really. Really, yeah, I man. still well, I still listen every week. We know you listen to your daddy. Your pod daddy, the original pod. Be fair, I don't, I don't listen to Rory and Ma really like that either. Oh, it's, it's not the same. Huh? It ain't the same, but it's a different. Um, She's back. It's a different. It's a different aesthetic because you get the best of what you liked about the Joe Budden podcast when Joe was talking. You get that in its entirety, and then the young boy shit that Rory and Ma used to talk about. That's. Kind of what they focus on, like they don't get as deep as Joe get or used to get. They kind of stick to they 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 niche. Brandon want to be Joe Budden so bad. Why? So I have a I have a real question for y'all, right? Okay. Even though it's a joke, and I'm with the jokes. Right. Is it really bad to have somebody to look up to in a space that you're trying to penetrate? No, you should. No, it's it's bad to emulate them. But emulation is the best form of flattery. Oh, really? Is it? Is it? Imitation, is emulation. Imitation. Uh, because I'm not I don't want to imitate him, but I feel like emulation is kind of like That's the what difference I mean. between. You, you imitate Joe. I don't think I imitate Joe. Emulate, yeah. probably, yes. But I don't think I imitate him. No, nah, you don't try to beat him. But yeah. what he yeah, tries yeah. to accomplish or accomplish and the steps he took yeah. on the way up. To become arguably one of the most successful podcasters. Yeah, I, I mean, outside of the I, fucking I mean, serial yeah, killer podcast, yeah, like Rogan, uh, Drink Champs, Drink Million Champs. Dollars Worth of Game, Million Dollars Worth of Game, React, No Jumper, that was Joe. Um, All the smoke. That's basketball. Oh, Matt Barnes. Yeah, yeah Matt Barnes and uh, what's his face? Um, is that Stephen? Oh, Matt Barnes has a podcast too. Yeah, Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. I, I used to have the biggest crush on that man. <laughs> That's, yeah, they um they do uh, all the smoke. Mm. It's called all the smoke. I'm gonna check that out. Theirs is dope too. Oh, she about to be a creep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no longer into the light brights. <laughs> she got over her light skin. I'm yeah, talking. I'm over my light skin face. I'm over it. Yeah. More light skin boys. No more light skin boys for her. Yeah. They we got, we got anything else? We got, y'all got it? Oh no, you had a question for Bobby. for Bobby. Yeah, I did have a question for Bobby. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, I'm, I'm easily forgettable. We're the tangent kings. No, no, you're not. You, my son threw me off. Like, oh, I, I, had, I had a quick question for you. Um, is your husband a blur? Is your husband a blur as well? Does he support your anime um, fetish? My husband is, yes, he's the biggest. Strong word. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my husband, if you meet my husband, a, a lot of a lot of people used to 
throw shade because they be like, he can't handle that. Like they be hitting him like he can't handle that. Like you see my husband and you wouldn't think that we would be together. Like people always look at him like he really is square, huh? I'm just like, yeah, I love every inch of him. You know, every time I would hear guys say stuff like that, when we would be out, I just gripped onto him harder, stronger, just, you know, like, yeah, you talking all that shit, but he mine. I'm with him. Don't, right. don't, hate. don't get out your business. Right, right. But yeah, my babe is, whew, that's my good thing. He is, um, wow. I like that look. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you can't pay for that. Yeah, the way right. she just said, Whoop. you can't yeah. pay for that, bro. Right. Like you, yeah. can't, you, you can't, you can't manufacture that. Right. Yeah. Like right. that is a genuine. I love this nigga's thinking draws look. Like, yeah. That's what, that's I, what I actually do. He was just like, oh, I, I don't know. Like we, this guy, we we hated each other when we first met. <laughs> We did. That's how the best relationships start. Nice. Yeah. Now I'm a, I'm gonna throw y'all for a loop. Okay. Now I was I was engaged to his best friend first. Oh. Goddamn. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yes. But uh, it was uh <laughs> the best friend ended up messing with one of my cousins, and I was like, I'm cool. I'm through. I'm done. It was it was it was some dirt. I ain't gonna get into it. It was some really bad dirt. Nah, and Huh? So are 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 him and him and oh, the guy still no. get still best friends? They're not best friends no more, but like we're still my ex. We're still friends. Shocker. Okay. Like he uh he still texts check up on me and stuff like that. You know, it's just he checks up on you or he checks up on y'all. <laughs> he checks up on us. He'll he'll text me and be like, "Hey, how land doing? Hey, how the kids how doing? doing? How y'all doing?" Yeah, like he, you, when a person yeah, yeah. wrong, when a person is wrong, they know they wrong. When a person then fumbled, they know. Oh, and it's just no. like, it was no bad blood between us. Oh, okay. No, no bad blood. Oh, no bad blood. Ah, sorry, I had to do it. But he said, it. what? You sound for the streets. You sound for the streets. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. I, I'm not going to get the information out online. But yeah, no, no, no. We're not doing it. It was a listen. It was, it was a situation. Uh, people who know me know the story, and um, that's why they supported the relationship. Yeah, that's why they supported the relationship. Um, no, listen. We hated uh, we hated each other. It wasn't we wasn't messing around or nothing like while I was in relationship or nothing like that. No, it came after. Like oh, after, so while you while you was with the while you was with the homie, y'all hated each other. Yeah. And after that ended, y'all kind of yeah yeah. Because I, I went through some real life. <laughs> I went through like some real life, some real life stuff. Some real life stuff. Right. And we kind of we fell into like love, you know, we fell in love. And plus, you know, I was in this relationship with no love. I wasn't even in love with the guy. Yeah, I was just Damn. I was being pressured by family to be in that relationship. Damn. And oh, yeah. So it was Damn. like, yeah, I didn't want to be there. You know how you make decisions for your family, and yeah. like, oh, this person's gonna get you out of here, and this and this, and I'm like, I don't want to be here though, you know. Yeah, I definitely uh, had a relationship that ended. Uh, her, her, her mom and uh, stepdad came to me, and uh, you, you, you cool? Yeah. 
Uh, her He's mom, still over there shocked. He like the fuck. <laughs> her mom and stepdad came to me one day. I had uh, pulled up to the house, and they came outside. They like, hey Brandon, let's talk to you for a minute. I'm like, oh okay, what's up? Like, cause we was cool, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they was like, yeah, we think you're holding our daughter back. Damn. Uh, she was supposed to be going to. <laughs> she was going places before yeah. she met you. Real shit. Bump. Real shit. That's damn near what they told me. Damn, is we like twins? Are we, are we twins? We I feel like we like my twin brother. Because that was like the whole situation with the ex-fiance. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was young. Up. Like I was young, she was what young. So I, I mean, I, I mean, now that I'm older, I understood what they were saying. Because at that point in time in my life, I wasn't this nigga. Like, I'm not who I am. I was obviously. You're supposed to grow, but I wouldn't. I couldn't even see myself being in a position that I'm in now. Back then, so I understood what they were saying as parents. But I wasn't trying to hear that shit. Like, you a mutt. It was crazy. It was crazy when they told me that shit because they told me that shit when I was on my way to come see her. Like, I had just got to the crib, and uh, I ended up going, getting back on the bus, and taking my ass home. Bust up, and then I broke up with her that night or something, or like the next day or some shit. Wow, my story is similar to that. Like, with with the guy, the ex fiance, it was. It was the disrespect, like, just was crazy. Like, they brought his ex-girlfriend to the party, Damn. like, had him doing stuff for her. And then, like, Damn. I was sitting there and, like, basically tell me they didn't like my family. Um, th- his whole family disrespected me the whole time. It was, like, as mom's party. Disrespected me the whole time. And I'm sitting here and I'm trying not to break down. I'm just like, why are they treating me like this? And it was like, oh, your family, my family feels like your family is beneath us. And I was like, what? And they don't want you with me. And I'm just like, are you serious? And he would would allow the disrespect. He would allow the disrespect. And then when I got frustrated about the disrespect, he got violent. He wanted to, instead of being frustrated with them, he took it out on me. And it was just like, in that moment, that's when I noticed that my husband was always there to remove me from a dangerous situation. And at that time, we couldn't stand each other. I didn't even know we had any type of connection because I didn't care for him. He didn't care for me. He was like, let me take you home because this is not right. It's not right. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to just go home. It'd be it's, always, it's always that nigga on the side that you don't pay no attention to that got your best interest at heart. Right. Or like he told me, he's like, I'm telling you right now, do not move in with him. I was like, what you mean? He said, I can't say, just don't move in. And I should. He, he was trying to warn you, like, we making the joke, the dirty Mac and shit. Mm-hmm. And I know men actually do dirty Mac, but he was trying to warn you without ratting out his boy. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's my boy. I don't want to tell you that this nigga ain't shit because he might well, actually, he, ain't shit. he might care for you. He might not, but I see that you care for him. I'm looking out for your best interest because this nigga really ain't shit. But I ain't really got the heart to tell you because my loyalty's lie with him, not with you. Right. I think oh, I was always mad at him for that too. Like, yeah, from like my my loyalties lay, they they land with my boy, right? He's my boy's girl, so I ain't really you know what I'm saying like even if he was feeling you at that point and was just playing it off, my loyalties lie with my homie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know what type of time this dude on, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna try to warn you. I'm gonna try to show I'm gonna try to show you the red flags because I don't want you to get mixed up in this because you seem like a decent person. 
But if you're going to keep following through with this shit, then. Right. And what's so crazy is the cousin warned me, too. It was the cousin. The cousin. Oh, so you had all the red flags. You just ignored them. I just ignored it because he had told me they were haters. And I was like, okay. And then I got in there and then, like, I think. I'm just gonna say because oh, yeah. my story. He beat my ass for me ordering a pizza room. When I tell you he beat my ass, I thought I was gonna die. Like I ordered a pizza room. I ordered sausage on the pizza, and he down there killed me over pizza. God, dang over pizza. And he's reformed now, and he's he's got help. And um, you know, I've forgiven him for that because I know a part of that was the demons that he was facing. You know, uh. But yeah, that's how we, we, it was like, I gotta go. Once I started lying to my family about bruises, about high things, and I stopped coming around, and I just knew, like, I was like, it's time time to go. But I didn't have nowhere to go because we had lived together. And then at this point, my husband, before we even were like, really, really was a thing. Like, he's like, I'm gonna get you out of here. He went and got me a house. Like, let y'all, I ain't playing. This man went in, searched for me a house. Put in his name, paid deposit, paid two months rent, and was like, "You got a place. You ain't got to be here. I moved the fuck out." That's what's up. Yeah, that's lit. Right. And I've been ever since. That's how it worked. That's mm-hmm. how it worked. Mm. Uh, before we wrap up, you had a question for Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, I'm sorry, Lynn. We been. I'm easily forgettable. I know this. I I I, I know this. No, you're not. You're definitely not. None of you guys are. Um, so you kind of been quiet the whole time. And I wanted to know what was your stance on a traditional woman and what qualities did you find in a woman in order for you to want to proceed in a relationship with her? Okay. Um, first of all, there, there really can't be any like drama or anything like that. I don't deal with like ratchet, like drama and shit like that. Arguing, I understand is going to come with like any relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when you get into like ratchet shit, that disturbs my peace. I can't have that. You, you can't be bringing that shit to my door. We can't be um. <clears throat> you can't so be ghetto. All types of situations and shit, huh? So no ghetto. Yeah, no, definitely no ratchet, no ghetto shit. I, I I won't tolerate that. Um, cause that ain't that ain't how I operate. I mean, I joke on here a lot, but in real life, that ain't how I operate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. What was the other part of your question? Um, what what qualities would draw you into a woman? Like, what, what qualities makes- would draw me in? Okay. Yeah. Um, I need um. I need some type of intelligence or at least at the very least uh, uh, for lack of a better term, a thirst for knowledge. I would, I would need somebody to um, be, um, I don't want nobody that's willingly ignorant and happy with that. Mm, Okay. Um, So what else? I, I need somebody who can, um, who can be kind, but at the same time, not a pushover. Mm-hmm. You know when to bring the savage out. Like, kind, but not gullible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I need um I need somebody that that knows that both of our opinions matter. I mean, I'm not like like real controlling, like this is what I'm going this is what's gonna happen, this is what you're gonna do, and this, that, and the third. Um, but I do need you to know, like, you know, I mean, when I when I say something it matters, you know, can't be giving me like everything can't be like a argument, like a, a, a fight for power. Mm. If, if that makes sense. I like that. I'm so I'm taking notes. I'm sorry. Everything can't be a power struggle. That that's another thing I won't tolerate. Like I, I'm not gonna, like I said, I'm not like real controlling, like iron fist type controlling or no shit like that. But I'm not about to be in a power struggle with nobody. It's a wrap. I mean, that, I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, what else? Um, I need somebody. I, and I, I realize that not that everybody has their um flaws and all that and I accept that but I can't have somebody that's like too insecure uh because I'm I'm not gonna I've been called a flirt a lot because I give compliments but me I'm the type of person I can just get compliments and that just be it because you know what I mean I, I I don't mind bigging somebody up mm-hmm. And if you're like, if you're insecure, if you're too insecure, you're going to be like, no, you're flirting with this person and da, 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 da. Well, all I said was, hey, I like those shoes and walked off. Mm. So you, you got to you gotta be secure in yourself to know, like, you know I mean, if I say that I'm with you, I'm with you and I ain't going nowhere. Right. I like so. that. Um, I'm asking you guys these questions and I wanted to get you guys perspective because I am planning on doing like an online speed dating episode. So I am going to put a link out and hopefully I gain enough people who are interested. So uh, get people kind of connecting a little bit. And what other guys get information from you guys? I've talked to you guys. You guys seem well versed. You guys are intelligent uh wise you guys are funny outgoing i love it and i can't see i i, I don't understand why if any of you are single other than Everett, why you guys would be single i know you're I'm married not you're not single i'm not single okay see see then Everett is just on a journey i love it Everett's just being a whole call it what it is Everett is a <laughs> hey Everett's listen it's still, hey, but it's still his yeah, journey. That do wrong. everybody has a everybody has a journey <laughs> oh my god, Everett is a hoe, but he also who I aspire to be like <laughs> this journey is led by his dad. Man, we uh-huh. me, Brandon and I live vicariously through Everett. Uh, and he don't tell us shit on top of that. So right, like, right. And that that, that adds that just adds like, to the mystique. Like, so he vicariously through somebody because he don't tell us shit. Uh, well, I love that. That's right, Everett. Be a gentleman. Don't kiss and tell. Something better. You're supposed to tell your boys though. No, you're not. Hey, we, we, we ain't his boy. We ain't his boy. It, it don't really be much to tell. You know? yeah, motherfucking, yeah. Who was at your crib a couple weeks ago? Why you kept turning your camera off? Oh, <laughs> it was definitely a girl. Oh, okay. damn. What's her name? Uh, Lady Abigail. Oh, okay. Ah, this ain't this ain't Conway, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Abigail, I know you got that from you, liar bitch. 
Everett, I like the no tell policy. I love it. Oh, Jesus. You know, just saying, just enjoying life. That's what I have to say. I feel oh, like he's fucking all these holes. Translation: I, I, <laughs> he, I, he knocking all these holes down. <laughs> reading the Bible, uh, Cap. getting tight t-shirts, tighter t-shirts, uh, drinking water. Cap. Um, <laughs> he definitely drinking drink, water. I give him water. I give him water. <laughs> drinking squirt, squirt water. Eating salmon. <laughs> eating water. Right. Eating butt. <laughs> I feel it. I so, feel it. in closing, right? <laughs> I'm not eating the booty smoothie. That's brand. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my bad, my bad. That, nah, go brand. check out that first Atri- that first episode of that Patreon episode. That's that's episode two. Is it episode two? Episode two of the Patreon. That's where um, someone every got in his bag. But, uh, that's what ever got in his bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, got in his bag for real. So yeah, in closing, Alora. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, anything that you got coming up soon. Um, and any any last words? Okay. Um. Well, guys, you guys can find me over on YouTube at the Lauren Hour Network with Laura Dannon. Um, I film every Thursday and some Tuesdays. Um, you can also catch me on Facebook, my fan page, the Lauren Hour Podcast with Laura Dannon. And I have an upcoming episode next week. I have a troll on Facebook who keeps bothering me and he said he didn't like my content. So I invited him on the show. So he hopefully will follow through. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, That's going to be live. (laughs) Yes. Let's hope he follow through. You know, they be getting on the, you know, that them online fingers be bold, but you know, sometimes people ain't that bold. They can just, you know, face their uh, opponent, you know, (laughs) but anyways, yeah. Right, right. It's like, you know me. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so that's what I have coming up. Um, we will be taking a short break because I do have some finals coming up. Hey. And I, I am, I have a lot of things in the work right now. So congratulations in advance for, for sure. finals. finals. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm just a little bit disappointed. I got all A's right now. I got one class. Oh, I got see, you already know you got this. Oh, no, you good. Yeah, they like they like low A's. They like 94 or 90. Low A. I don't give a fuck. A's an A. It's a 91. Only time I don't want an A is on the chest. I don't know. But uh, if I can leave you guys with any, if I can leave you guys with any, um, any positive words, it would be, uh, don't give up on yourself. Um, stay positive. This journey that we're all taking in life, we all choose different paths. We all have a different journey. Um, just remember that your race isn't the same as your neighbors. Mm, okay. It's not the same mm. as your neighbors. So it didn't start at the same time. So it may not end at the same time. You're not going to get to the same destination at the same time. So pace yourself. Enjoy this ride. Enjoy this thing called life. Embrace the mistakes. Just learn from them and keep uplifting yourself. Keep pushing positivity into yourself. If anyone is going to love you, it's going to be you. And um, yo, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you guys for having me here. I hope to have you guys on my podcast. Um, Yeah, for sure. We we definitely.
We, we, we're here to fuck shit up. Yeah, we're figuring. We're like we're, stepbrothers. <laughs> you want to do karate in the garage? Yup. <laughs> you guys have been a whole vibe, yo. I really appreciate the hospitality. Well, can't we been going three hours? Yeah. Yes. And let me tell you, that's hard for me. So I definitely was feeling this today, y'all. Uh -huh. that, that's kind of normal yeah, for shit sure. for us. Yeah, but, yeah, um, it is. We definitely we got three some. hours in a minute, yeah. yo. Yeah. We definitely got some three-hour episodes out there. Then we say in the fucking group chat, we supposed to be trying to go for 145, like maybe two. <laughs> but y'all got my talking to behind when on the here. conversation be good, bro. You just kind of you just keep going. That's all good. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get out of here how we traditionally do. Um, if you would like to add something at the end, of course, you can always do that. Um, so E, Bobby, who first? Anime and video games are life. As y'all can see, I got my switch on playing the whole time. Um, shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep striving to be excellent because y'all already are. Shout out to the fans, the supporters, the listeners, anybody who gave a like, share, a subscription, uh, anybody who gave word of mouth, all that. Shout out to our fans, anybody who gave a comment, all that. Because, you know, there is no us without y'all. Um <clears throat> There's no comfort in your growth zone. There's no growth in your comfort zone. So if it doesn't scare you, you're too comfortable. Get out your comfort zone and grow. Lastly, you can make millions or you can make excuses. You cannot do both. Facts. Eat. Yo, yo, yo. I say it every week. Self-improvement is the key. I'm going to say it again. Self-improvement is the key. Facts. Do not forget that. Always aiming to be a better version of yourself. I don't care if it's 1% every day, but you must do it. Secondly, do not light yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Third, when it comes to attention, be a very stingy dealer with very high prices. And lastly, those that say you can't or you won't are just afraid of the fact that you will and you Hey, and white front to back. Definitely white front to back. Yeah, yeah. You might want white front to back. And shout out to Scout Solutions <laughs> Inc. Scout Solutions Inc. You help get your confidence in the back. Hey. Um, where, where you, you want to take them to, Everett? <laughs> take, them from, take them from where to what? Good morning, Queen. To, I, I see your text when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Queen. The left on red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you in the back of the line. I get you. <laughs> um, take it. Did you see my text? The two got ass up. All right, B. Uh, uh, for B, uh, no one wants what no one wants. When the facts change, I reserve the right to change my mind. There is a thin line between protecting your peace and avoiding accountability. Facts. I'm humbled enough to know that I'm replaceable, but I'm cocky enough to know that it's a fucking downgrade. Um, we take what we're given. They fight for what they want. At what point do we change our tactics? And as always, every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we out of here. Thank you again, Allura, for coming.
Um, we had a ball. Uh, yeah. You brought three hours out of us, which is something we ain't done in a while. Yeah. So um, you are always welcome back at the normal convos pod whenever mm. you want to stop through. Come, you know, you got. Yeah, for sure. Y'all make sure y'all go follow this lady. She is great. She is awesome. Um, she is now officially a part of the conversation. Uh, and she always has a home here at the normal convo spot. Mm, uh, Whenever you want to come through, we'll send the, we'll send the stream yard link. For sure. Thank you. Same, same. Y'all got an open invitation over on my own side of town, too. Yeah, I definitely got to f- figure out a Tuesday or Thursday that I got some time. Yeah. I'll be on the road, but well, what time you record on? Tuesday? I mean, I'm, y'all tell me a day. I'll make the accommodations for you guys. Oh shit, we open on weekends. Yeah, well, yeah, we, that's when all three of us could usually get together. Yeah, on weekends. weekends are the easiest days. Sundays, for us. Sundays for real, but um, okay, Sundays. On- yeah, okay. Uh, let me hit up my cast and I'll let them know we can do a Sunday. Oh yeah, I'm with it. All right, yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. So for for our viewership, we appreciate y'all for checking in another week. Thank y'all for rocking with us for three hours. Thank y'all, anybody that dropped a comment. Um, y'all have a good week. Do something productive with your week. It does not have to come of monetary gain. Just do something to make your life a little bit easier this week. Um, for our listenership, thank you for listening to us. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Hump something if you motherfucking can. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't forget to check me out on Amp Radio Wednesdays at 3 o'clock. Is it at 3 o'clock? Mm. Wednesdays at 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Fridays at 5 o'clock. Um, this Friday's episode will be album cuts. Hmm. Album cuts. So I'm gonna go all the way back to my favorite albums and just start picking, you know what I'm saying? Songs that weren't singles. So we're doing album cuts this Friday. Um, this Wednesday, I probably won't be doing a whole lot of talking. It'll be my normal shit, just playing music. Um, but yeah, tap in, hit my link tree, of course. Um again, thank you, Allura. So for Laura, for Everett, for Bobby, for myself. For the normal convos pod, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all, and uh, we getting the fuck out of here. We holla, oh, holla. almighty, yeah. <clears throat>